0: today thank you so much um this has been great and uh here we go yo alex and eric how you guys been how's everything going
1: amazing man thanks for
0: having us yeah man i'm stoked you guys could do this doing great man thanks for having us uh real quick yeah my
2: wi-fi sucks eric hates my (laughs) wi-fi so it's not the most reliable signal (laughs) so
0: it's all right (laughs) it's going good right now
2: If I'm having any type of issue, uh, uh, just make sure to cut me mid-sentence, let me know, and I'll switch over to data. Okay. No doubt. Just wanted to get that off my chest.
0: It's all good. (laughs) Hell yeah, man. So I'm stoked to have you guys here. I can't believe it's been uh, 50 episodes. I've been doing like probably consistently like two of these a week, and it's been fucking cool, man. It's been great. A lot of support on on this platform. Everyone here has been fucking awesome. Um, if you're new to the channel, thank you for stopping by for this. Like I said, I do like two podcasts a week and other music streams. So if you're into metal music, this is the fucking spot for it. Um, so anyway, what have you guys been up to in the past year?
2: Daniel, since? real quick, yes, before we start, what is it? Uh for Eric and I, it's our first experience on mm. Twitch.
0: This is so right. You never, about, you've what, never been on what Twitch. Is,
2: What is Twitch? Is this like YouTube? Do you need to like pay for an account? Like, is this only like live stuff or is this gonna be shown like on reruns later on? Or how does this work?
0: So this is live and I'm recording it through the program that I use called OBS. Every streamer uses the same exact program for the most part. So it's being recorded and then in the next day or two, I'll upload it to my YouTube channel. And anyone else, anyone who's missed it will be able to view it on there. Um, I really focus on it being live. I thought it was, you know, to do something a bit different from the normal podcast. Um, And, and, you know, especially since we we, um, haven't had live shows in like a year, you know? So I was like, let's make this a live. Tell me about it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Let's make this a live thing and make it more special. And, you know, hopefully a lot of people are able to tune in to these episodes as much as possible. So... You don't. You can sign up for Twitch. It's free. Um, you can subscribe to certain Twitch channels if you'd like. It's like the tier one subscriptions to all the channels are four ninety nine a month. You know, if you want to support okay. a streamer that you really like and what that person is doing, you can subscribe. It's four ninety nine a month. Um, and you can cancel at any time. <laughs> okay, right on. So, yeah, I mean, Twitch is literally like, obviously, it was started years ago under the name Justin.tv. And it was started as just a gaming thing, you know, streaming your, ga- you know, what games you're playing and stuff like that. Then it, Then it just evolved into more than that. Then they changed it over the name to Twitch. And you can do pretty much whatever you want for the most part, as long as it's appropriate. <laughs> you know, there's so obviously at rules. First it was,
2: at first, it was like mainly people that are into gaming. Yeah. And now yes. it's just all over the place.
0: Yeah. Music, okay. uh, gaming, you know, outdoor stuff. There's people that work out. Uh, I mean, everything. You can literally do anything you want. Like, So it's pretty cool
2: if are uh, are people like, can they like send comments or something or like, yeah, I don't you, see comments right now or, or is this because we're on Zoom?
0: Oh, it's because we're on Zoom. If you have your computer oh, okay. or something next to you, you can, you can pull up the uh, page and you can see all the chat room. I think er- Eric has it pulled up on his end.
1: Yeah, I do, I'll I do. And I said like some people you, like just Kathy. subscribe to your uh, yeah. channel, so that's great.
0: Thank you, Brian, for that gifted sub and Kathy for those five. Hell yeah, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people can gift out subscriptions too. Which can really help a channel grow because those people that you gift a subscription to will get
1: notified. Hey, Kev's they... on there. What's up, Kev? Oh, yeah. yeah. Long Kev Muller's right here, too. What's yeah. up, Kev? Yeah, Simon, so our last show in New York uh, with Suffol uh, oh, a year yeah. and a half ago already. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I love Kev Muller.
1: Yeah. his dude.
0: M- and you hear the new band he's in? Well, huh? not new band, Olivia. Oh, you no, got to go gotta check, check out their song. Out. Oh, it's, yeah. it's fucking sick, dude. Big shout out to Kevin Muller. Everyone should go follow him. Go listen to the Merciless Concept.
2: Yeah. Oh, right on. Yes. Yes, I actually, I actually did hear their first single. They just signed you it did, with right. last. They're fucking awesome. Yes. Dude,
0: it's gnarly, man.
2: Congrats, buddy. <laughs> oh, Yo, thank
0: you, guys. Aiden, thanks for those subs, too, man. Yeah, when people gift out subs, obviously, I fucking love you for doing it. I don't ask you to do it, but if you want to do it, that's great. That obviously helps a channel grow because then those people get notified that they got a gifted sub to a certain channel and that, then you can go check out that channel if they like it, then you got someone new, you know,
2: right on. So So, next question is if you guys if you guys think we should start a twitch this spies should start a twitch let us know and uh we'll look into it you take care of it now (laughs) yeah yeah alex is gonna have to
0: take care of it i'm gonna have to walk alex through it
2: (laughs) so never mind (laughs) i'll help
0: you with it it's really not that hard i mean there's it's a it's a good amount to learn but after like um after a few streams you pretty much get it down and I mean, you guys can do whatever you want on it. Like Eric can literally just come on here, fucking rip, you know, rip through some despised songs or whatever. Talk to people, have people ask questions, just hang out. Like simple as that. Alex, you yeah, can I think, come uh, on here and scream if you fucking want, or you could just hang out and talk.
2: Yeah. My neighbors would hate that, yeah, but uh, yeah. I've heard, I, I I, I heard about like guitar players and that oh. uh, just shredding on, on Twitch, maybe, maybe it'd be an option you know like the thing is dan we haven't really been active on social media since the myspace days yeah. normally we'll have a tour or a new record or something we'll be active then, for like a couple of weeks or so and then we disappear and we
0: we realize on that on that's kind of lame yeah
2: so uh we're trying to interact more now with uh, the people that support us and it's uh that was my uh that was my 2021 resolution and i've been uh you know, talking to a lot of people who have been supporting us for a year or 19 years, and it's 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 fun to like hear everyone's story and all that. And that's what we're trying to do now more than ever. Just actually read the comments, read the DMs, Talk and answer. You. And uh, yeah, and uh, I, I would hate for anyone to, th- to think that uh, it's the type of shit that we take for granted or that we don't care about. Uh, yeah, which is quite the opposite. So Definitely the
0: opposite for you guys.
2: We're we're uh, we're learning uh, words like content and reach <laughs> creation. And, uh, yeah, Consights. insights, insights, <laughs> engagement. <laughs> so uh,
0: yeah, knowing engage. how to make the post. Like I've been seeing it lately on your guys' yeah. like Instagram, how you how you do it, and that's literally the right way to do it. That's why thank when you, I made that you. custom image of like us three together. That you uh-huh. know, it'll get more engagement that way. So when person swipes over, then they see the advertisement. Then they see the uh-huh. details.
2: Yeah, I told, the Alex told me about that. Different ways the of doing is, it. Bro. Like Eric and I were having that it's discussion ridiculous. because we we would normally just disappear for months uh, on social media, and then every time we'd like resurface, people are like, "Wait, didn't you guys break up? Wait, you're back?" <laughs> I was like motherfucker you're we back like, again we've been back for like five <laughs> years like so we're we realize now more than ever like that the digital era is taking over and we need to be part of it because uh we love doing this and we want to be a band forever so uh yeah yeah this is us man. adapting to the modern times
0: no you guys you got i could tell you guys have been picking up more on it which is cool man right on especially for a band that's been around as long as you guys i mean shit how long yes. has Despise been around now Officially,
1: uh, close to twenty years. Next year, next year will be our twentieth uh, anniversary.
0: Well, that's perfect because hopefully by next year we're not going to be talking too much about fucking COVID. Yeah,
1: hopefully. <laughs> and then we
0: can get then we can get some despised twenty year anniversary shows together.
1: Yeah, that 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 would be nice. Party
0: again.
2: <laughs> I mean, we say we say nineteen years, but unofficially, we've been a band or we started out like probably end of summer uh 2000 shit and I, I don't even know if this is like a made-up story or a, <laughs> a, a dream or an actual memory now but my so first ago. recollection of the band is me hanging out with eric on mount royal smoking okay. weed and being like yo we should start like the best dying fetus ripoff band <laughs> and that was like the initial conversation yeah yeah and whenever i tell i tell this story to eric he's like what really like so i'm you like did,
0: did i
1: just dream this we yeah. did that
0: yeah is that real
1: <laughs> but i would no, like it, to think that that's it how it started yeah it happened because a buddy of mine was um, playing guitar all by himself and he was uh he was huge into uh um, uh this gorge and oh, yeah. uh, gorgasm and you know all those uh all those uh hyper it's uh, a flash suffocation obviously yeah. oh, all yeah. these uh, unique leader bands and uh, I, I just started jamming with him. And, and Alex, you, you were drumming in... Were you already in Neuraxis at that time? Yeah, you, yes, were, so you were playing Eric, drums in Neuraxis. Eric
2: was in, in a death metal band called Necrotic Mutation. Uh, yeah, and I was I playing that. drums in a melodic uh, death metal band called Naraxis, Yeah, And we just met through the scene uh, back in the mid late 90s Uh and then uh one thing led to another and then eric and i started hanging out more and we started a cover band and we were playing like uh foo fighters uh blink uh lenny kravitz (laughs) yeah like top 40 stuff yeah super random fucking great and it, it was a great experience but we never played any shows and at some point we were like you know what let's just play death metal. Yeah. <laughs> so we started despised
1: And <laughs> so fun, like uh, out of pure fun and just like Yeah, pure you know, fun. No, no like uh no intentions of uh, just really yeah. making a career out of it, you know.
0: Yeah. Just literally just for fun and to see and when when did you see it really when did it really start getting serious, you think? Like how long after?
2: Well, so fall of 2000 we started like uh Eric and I started picking and choosing members, so mm-hmm. In his band, Necrotic Mutation, uh, on uh, they had a uh, vocalist uh, named Mary that used to do featureings with Necrotic at every show. Okay. And she's an uh, old friend of Eric. She was a new friend of mine at the time. Uh, both Eric and I were like a big fan of our vocals. So we yeah, knew yeah. that she had to be in the band. Uh, Eric had this friend named Greg. Uh, and so we started out Us 4 auditions for some bass players. Mm-hmm. Tried out Sebastian, got him in the band right away, and then didn't work but out Alex with saw
1: Steve, uh, you saw Steve uh, in a show with his uh, former band. Yes, uh, they were called Apoc- Apocalyptic Script. Garbage
0: what a name. name. What a name. We only played one show. <laughs> oh, just one uh, show.
2: <laughs> yeah. It uh, was the a quick one. Was, uh, guitar player was Antoine from Ion Dissonance. Wow. Uh, I know to grind our drummer, who wasn't our drummer at the time. I, I know he played with them at some point mm-hmm. and I saw their one and only show. And then we were like, yo, the Spaz is like for each member of the band, this is like our second or third death metal band already. Let's try and add in new elements and do like Just new really things. Change and it up. Add some new ideas and switch it up. And I was like, yo, I really want to have these hardcore influences and more like brutal death metal influences. So yeah, why don't we have like a... Try to add in a second vocalist and so try, try to like broaden our range and oh, steve's yannick. the only one that auditioned and we were like all right let's try this out
1: <laughs> that's and, and, and then we uh we we wrote and and released our, our first album and wait we forgot
2: about yannick though we forgot about yannick yannick joined yeah in well yeah yeah as well so yeah. oh, greg
1: greg stepped out and yannick joined in and I then gotcha. we uh released our first album under galley records yep um and then started playing shows you know we were we were like like a good local band we're uh opening up for uh for all these uh death metal bands that would tour and come through montreal so we played this tiny venue called sal Lix with uh, a bunch of bands uh deeds of flesh actually deeds oh, of wow. flesh was our very first show alex was it what
2: yes so our Damn. friend
1: so so dan you know Dave. They-
2: Dan, obviously you know Dave Boucher in Montreal. Like yeah, Spencer oh Enterprise, my god, right? yeah.
0: I've known him since Back like then, I 2009. Think
2: was called, like, I think he was called X Monopoly X or Yeah, he like still that. has that <laughs> email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> True. At Hotmail. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, he changed it recently, but yeah, that was his Did email forever. Okay.
2: <laughs> so he, he hits me up because uh, uh, he's like, yo, I heard you have this new metal band. Uh, I'm booking the bloodletting north america tour which you are responsible for now right
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i haven't booked it i think the last one was 2019 so we didn't okay. do it well we couldn't do it last year
2: obviously uh, yes but exactly. we'll probably
0: bring it back we'll probably bring it back next year
2: so it's he was—he booked the, the second edition of that mm-hmm. uh, that was with deeds which so it was deeds of flesh this gorge Severe torture and yep. disavowed. Yeah,
3: yeah. sounded he was like, "Yo, man.
2: yeah, it was." He was like, "Yo, do you want to play this show?" We were like, "All right, I think we're ready. We don't have a record at. We didn't have a band name.
1: We didn't have a band name. No, we didn't have a band <laughs> name back then. So we, we we came up with Despised Icon. Like I don't know, like a month or two before the show or something like oh, that. Oh wow.
2: We wanted to play the show, so we had to come up with a band name. And originally, we were called Toe Tag or some shit like that.
0: Toe <laughs> Tag. <laughs> hey, what? keep in mind we're a
2: bunch of we're a bunch of Frenchies, and we weren't as fluent in English back then. Yeah. And um, I was a big fan. We were all big fans. We still are of uh, the EP, "The Spies," "The Sun" by Suffocation really enjoy the, the sound of the spies for some reason, that particular word. Yeah. And then I think there's a band from Montreal called born dead icons. And I like the word icon. And then I just mixed both together and uh-huh. we were like, sure, let's, let's try that out. And, uh, here we are 19, 20 years later with the same band name. With this...
0: <laughs> That's fucking hilarious that you guys got on that show before you even had a band name.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and it's crazy. Cause, uh, after after that we Mm -hmm. we almost broke up or i mean you know we were like in our early 20s and we didn't know what we wanted to do with with that and and alex had some serious problems with his wrists he had like tendonitis and he couldn't play drums anymore because alex was the original drummer oh you
0: were i I had no idea you played drums
1: yeah on our first album alex is is only playing drums we have steve and mary as uh, a singers so wow and then he, he had to quit what playing drums, f- but he, he, he loved so much music and the band, and, and for some reason at that time Mary wanted to go to, wanted to move to Norway with her, uh, her husband, her
2: fiance, her fiance, yeah,
1: which was from Norway. Oh, and okay. So Alex just said, you know what? I think I'm gonna try on vocals and, and switch from drums to from drums to vocals and, and try out for, for for the band, and then wow. that's when we recruited Alex Grine that's- on drums. And your question was when, when did it get kind of serious? I think it was at that time because we said, you know what, let's, let's record two songs with this new, uh, lineup and, yeah. and just, and just send that, that promo CD to every, uh, notable label we know. Uh, and we just
2: hand assembled every one of those, every single one of those, uh, sleeves, uh, uh, demo, uh, CD yeah, yeah. through snail mail. Yeah, before youtube or social oh, yeah. media
3: this is and,
2: the and old school way saying, yeah yeah super old school we, yeah. we 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 lived both times the modern era and the and the back in the day and like uh, we we come from uh you know the the mid late 90s uh era where you know you would hang out at these shows and and pass out flyers to like your friends's band's show or your show yeah and, and talk to people in, 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 person in person about it and try to do like that networking in person instead of like doing like the facebook event thing you know but uh yeah as eric mentioned like those first two years first like 2002 we played six shows then 2003 we played five shows so yeah we didn't we we had no intention of like touring full-time and then at some point we just really got along and loved creating music and we were like yo let's go all in and that coincided with the fact that mary did not want to tour she didn't like our new material as much because we had it, we added more hardcore elements and yeah. that just really didn't speak to her. So I was like, uh, Hey, I can't play drums anymore. So I can't play guitar because I don't know how to play guitar. And I, gotta, <laughs> I can't use my arms right now. I just want to be in a band with my friends. So I was That's like, it. I'm just going to learn how to scream. And that, that, that same year, a few months later, I was like uh, writing new songs as a vocalist this time and jumping in the studio and recording stuff and, that same year just sending out demos and then uh yeah the rest is history a friend of mine was like yo there's this platform it's called myspace it's new you should check it out yeah that'll never work we're on mp3.com that's
1: that's 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 sufficient (laughs) enough that is it (laughs) that's
0: all we need
2: oh god and then my and then we got signed to
1: century media like out of out of the blue, because we were in in serious discussions with uh, what, what listenable was the label? Records, listenable oh, listenable listenable records from in France? France. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then yeah, century. They,
1: I think they had a, a boarded back then, and uh, a couple of uh, extreme uh, death metal bands from from France. Yep. And we were like, actually, I remember receiving like a, a, a draft uh, from them, like a contract draft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
0: you know, and
1: how do how how did we? get involved with century media alex was it through Did they uh, find you yeah no i think i think we sent them our our, our two song demo and i think it was uh abacus recordings which was a that sounds like so a familiar. Sub, it was a sub label from century media yeah they, they had bands like a uh, um, glass gasket and oh, um
0: that's how that's embrace why that the end embrace yeah, the yeah end. dude i love yeah. embrace the end
1: and and somehow Shit. uh they thought we were too death metal ish for them so they passed our demo to the uh anr from century media and yeah. just took and a then, chance on us you know uh, wow
2: i mean it's 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 it goes deeper than that like we actually sent the cd uh to century media and they never listened to it but uh <laughs> but abacus Abac- abacus de- did and back then they had just signed our brothers in ion dissonance so they were very in tune oh, with like yeah. that brotherhood and the Montreal scene. Yeah, uh, they had just signed Glass Casket, which you know, great the, band, like, man. The, People should talk more about that band because they are one They're, of the first death bands as well. You know, that, so that the is a band everyone were,
0: needs to listen yes, to, definitely, man.
2: Definitely, uh, like that that first record. Not yeah, so sure yeah. About the second, but the, the, the first, first
0: one, wild. That was a great record, man.
2: And, yeah, the people at Abacus were, like, all about it. So shout-out to our friend Roy, who's at Nuclear Blast now. Shout-out to our friend Stacy. Both of them were really into our band. But we – I don't know. I think we had too many growls and pig squeals and blast beats. (laughs) They were, like, throwing everyone off. So they were like, "Yo, Central Media, you should sign this band." And then they were persistent. And then Central Media were like, "All right, let's try it out." And let's back then they were shot. signing a whole—you know—they were signing more bands and uh gave us a try. And it, it actually worked out well. So that's
0: wild. And so the guy from Abacus, you said he's at Nuclear now.
2: Yes, Roy? Roy. Wow. First and foremost, Roy is a friend. Every time we use, I don't want to mention his city or anything, but every yeah, yeah, time yeah, yeah, we yeah. play a city. He would come and hang out, offer us a place to stay, show us his badass uh, record collection. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Always That's very sick, hospitable, man. very caring. So uh, I've, I've heard the phrase, the sentence business is business a lot in this industry, but I, I yeah. enjoy dealing with friends first and foremost. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I understand the need to be professional, but for me, it's all about working with friends. Yeah, Hence I think why so we're doing well, this man. podcast with, uh, with you right now, Daniel. I know. Also yeah
0: and then we officially met really like we started talking because you started managing bands mm-hmm. it was was it with beneath the massacre or was it because of obey the brave i can't remember i, I think, think it was beneath I, I, we really started
2: talking i think more. we we met through back when despise was on a hiatus and i was starting obey the brave and
0: yeah, somehow. Yeah. But I
2: think it it, it became more you more. and I started interacting more when I started managing Beneath the Massacre. Yeah. And and then I had to step away. Yeah. Because it was just way too complicated with those boys. <laughs> I love them. Yeah. I wish them Big all. The shout best, out to the Beneath but, guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. And their new record is amazing. Killer. And I'm uh I feel bad because like they had this really strong comeback and their record is awesome and they oh, have man. my boy anthony barone a, a genius on drums B- yeah
0: uh, young dude
2: matching that same level of brutality and technicality on his instrument and then yeah. they did one week of that origin tour and then had to go home so
0: it's crazy yeah, man yeah. Nice. yeah
2: buy some beneath the massacre merch please right go now do- yeah help them out.
0: <laughs> everyone should have beneath the massacre merch Yes. that was another band like back then like when i found out about uh, about despised icon it was when the healing when the healing process came out so that was what like 2005 yes exactly. Right? yeah yeah it was
1: our first album on century media actually so yeah. when we, and we that's part of the material we had written and the the the, the two uh the two song demo we sent them yeah uh, were songs that are of that album
0: off that record right yeah, yeah.
1: of that record yeah and yeah. um uh, so yeah we and i don't remember i think we were already scheduled to get in the studio to record the uh the album when uh. we are discussing with them so so it was pretty easy we signed the contract and they, we almost delivered them like a, a completely uh, recorded and mastered album and Damn. then they they put us in touch with uh mr. Eric. mr finberg <laughs> From, from, oh my from god first row uh first row talent <laughs> oh yeah and he's the one that got us on all these death metal tours in 2005 You know, dsi suffocation and morbid angel well, here's a tip
2: for all the young bands out
1: there uh, uh i understand the passion
2: i can understand the eagerness to get out there yeah. but uh as far as like our band is concerned and my other band obey the brave we always just took our sweet ass time to write good songs yeah uh,
0: that's what i tell in both cases it,
2: it took over a year to like write record line some proper marketing tools and everything so the healing process we actually recorded summer of 2004
1: yeah it was spring 2004.
2: so so when we were discussing with all these labels and Century Media started showing interest, they were interested, but what's actually sealed the deal is the fact that we were very proactive and we knew how to tie our own shoelaces and <laughs> went in the studio out of our own initiative with our own money that we saved up. And uh, that indecisiveness from the label, uh, we sort of got rid of it once, you know, we were like, well, listen, just yeah. check out the record, and when they heard the record, that's what sealed the deal, you know. So, uh, uh, yeah, just I don't took know. Off from there. I'm sorry, yeah. I cut you off. Eric. No, no,
0: <laughs> no, no. It's all oh, good, man. We yeah. We're having a discussion. And, yeah, yeah. We're going. I mean, fine. that's when I found dude, out about uh, you guys,
1: and that's that was 15 I, years ago. So yeah. <laughs> good, good. You remember things, yeah? You know? <laughs> yeah.
2: So 2004 is when we recorded the Healing Process, and it came out in what April? spring or
1: summer 2005. It was right. April 5th, 2005.
2: And, uh, and I remember we had just finished recording healing process and the century media deal was, uh, not announced and the healing process was not announced. And then drew who used to work at relapse records, hit us up, was like, yo, do you want to do the split CD CD, uh, with uh, bodies and the gears of the apparatus? And, oh my uh, God. I forgot you guys did that. <laughs> Dude, growing up on relapse grindcore and relapse death metal whether it's nasum or pick destroyer or early nile or cephalic
0: Cephalic carnage carnage and and all that
2: so yeah we had to do that as well so we actually finished recording healing process and then went straight right back in the studio had no no songs
1: and then just did three more (laughs) it's nuts Uh, they're not the best though (laughs)
0: I don't. I have not heard those probably <laughs> since it came out. I don't even know where you could probably find it on YouTube, right? Because I don't think it's on streaming. Yeah, platforms. probably
1: on YouTube. But uh, if you're looking for them on Spotify, no luck, because we just asked Relapse to take them out. <laughs>
0: Real- <laughs> Can you not put that on there?
2: <laughs> they issued a takedown, and uh, <laughs> they issued a uh, the takedown. Uh, take and, that! Down, uh, yeah, know I mean, from that, that CD has been sold out. Like yeah for like 13, I 15 can, years
0: so yeah i highly doubt you can find that anywhere that would be a hard one to come by do you guys have copies like do you have your own copy yeah i do actually
2: hold on do you really
0: i'm sure you've, you've <laughs> uh, kept everything
1: yes i have yeah alex uh, keeps uh
0: he has it all oh, oh yeah. my god so
1: man. this is what it wow. looks like
0: yeah i remember the artwork dude Holy and
3: shit!
2: If you if if you ever figure out a way to buy it, wow. you're probably going to pay way too much for it. But it's uh, it's part of the Spies icon history. Dude, uh, I'm quite pleased with brings this. Back uh, memories. The, yes, definitely. This is close to my heart, and um, I've been seeing people posting on social media uh, lately. So shout oh, really? out to the diehards. Definitely, yeah,
0: yeah, dude. Yeah, if you can find that, it's probably going to cost you a good penny.
2: The layout is sick too. It I really love the fact is, that dude. We used all these bright colors and that was always something about the spies back then every metal band had like a sick aborted logo and everything was super dark and the thing with us is we had short hair and would wear white t-shirts and wanted to do something (laughs) completely different got a lot of shit for it too during those first (laughs) death metal tours but
1: (laughs) i remember you you made the worst tour was with um was opening up for Christian, Behemoth, and Morbid Angel. Oh man, man. when you had the spice icon opening up for that tour, what album and, were you guys on? Was it the Healing uh, he, Process? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was a Healing Process. Yeah. So dude, we got dude. shit every night. You know, every night we got booed and and <laughs> literally shit booed. At and, oh <laughs> yeah, <my laughs> we were like, guys, we made
2: it. We're finally touring America. This is yeah. sick. And then people people straight up like that up front. <laughs> oh, I remember oh, like my. I emptied a. I I, uh, Was it Key Club, Eric? I just emptied a water bottle on On someone's head head. and he was (laughs) trying to jump on stage to beat my ass.
1: Dude, worse than that, fond memory, we were playing The Pound (laughs) in San Francisco. Okay? Yeah. Slayer's hometown. Uh Uh-huh. And then this dude, front row, just kept, shouting slayer in between every time we stopped playing <laughs> we just like shouting slayer slayer some slayer and then alex at some point just got fed up of hearing him and yeah. straight out in the microphone said Fuck slayer man <laughs> the whole crowd went silent for like like two seconds and then you could feel the wave of booing coming from the back <laughs> of the room yeah just rising Ooh. at you oh man <laughs> I I even distanced myself from Alex on stage. I was like, dude, I'm not. Dude, are you serious? (laughs) I'm not associated (laughs) with you anymore. You're going to be killed
0: tonight.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. A bit more context. uh, uh, Two sold out shows in a row at The Pound in San Francisco. That was like the first of two. And not only was I getting booed, I was getting disowned by my own band live (laughs) on stage. And um, And, and, and and I, I actually said, you know what? Fuck Slayer. What I meant to say is, we're gonna play our own songs tonight. Yes, I didn't actually mean Fuck Slayer. I like, think they're an awesome band. Yeah, of course, they have a great legacy. And yes, I just want to get you know that <laughs> yeah. out of the way. There yeah. actually rules. let let me yeah.
0: put that out there right now
2: too.
1: And, and what did and it help? I love you-
2: a, what is it? Undisputed Attitude, Eric. The the cover cover CD. Yeah, uh, they the just punk, did like a. Uh... Yeah, that's a punk sick record, too, as yeah. well.
1: Yeah. A- and the thing, too, is, you know, it, I think it was like towards the end of the tour, we were kind of tired. And yeah. And, you know, like the, the pound, the, the, the stage, uh, the pound was really small and, and morbid. Angel would have this huge backline, like like Pete Sandoval's drums, like super huge and cabs <laughs> oh, and man. lights. And they would leave everything there, and we were we were left with like, I don't know, like four feet of space in, in front. like, And Alex had to there like was actually, hop no, dude, over there monitors was actually, to walk on stage, and it was <laughs> shitty. You know, just like extremely shitty tight on.
0: Yeah, I've seen that. There shit was actually just of room times.
1: for a monitor in
2: front of the drums. Yeah, so that's it. it. Either you were on stage right or stage left, and mm-hmm. that was your position throughout, throughout the whole thing. Yeah, set. because there
0: was no room direct, like in center front stage, right? Grind
2: grind. Exactly. Yeah. Grind. Our drummer was uh-huh. the front man for that show. Yeah, he, he was, was up front. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> You're standing <laughs> behind him. <laughs> Most awkward shit ever. Always found that like crazy. Like I've seen dude, I remember seeing like Summer Slaughter even recently at Gas Monkey Live, which is a huge venue in Dallas, right? Yeah. yeah. And just see like there was I remember there was like one or two locals on it, but like there was like two or three back lines up there and like literally there was no room for this band to play i'm like what are you guys doing <laughs> but hey that's how how it is sometimes unfortunately yeah
2: i mean Fucked. not gonna lie we we backline our drums but when you know yeah. uh the stage allows it when there's enough room obviously yeah. if not we're all about uh you know listen helping the other bands it. and yeah. and even helping out with changeovers well not me but the rest of the guys <laughs> and uh,
1: <laughs> but, but but you're right I'm the singer the I ain't we, helping we, we, we told ourselves you know we said we'll never put another band if we ever make it to headliner status we will never put any band through that 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 bullshit that BS know? yeah man
0: I wouldn't yeah no I love that and that's great I mean that, a lot of people a lot, there's a lot of headliners that would never say that <laughs> Lot of fans. And that
2: being that that being said, we 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 uh, we grew up on Morbid Angel as well. We, yeah, they, they're definitely a legacy band. We have a lot of respect for them, but that just it was it was those were different times, man. Yeah, I think, those uh, were People man. have, people have smartened, smartened up since
0: for sure. So how so? We did have a really good question in chat that I want to ask you, Alex. What did I put? Yes. it? Oh, there it is. Uh, what was it like trying to figure out how to scream in the early days after being a drummer?
2: i just read somebody say
1: (laughs) he he would lose his voice like (laughs) yeah i i I sucked
2: not gonna lie it it was all passion no technique i would just scream as loud as i could and like when i recorded um the healing process i had only been screaming for a few months you know so i didn't know what i was doing i just knew that i loved it uh it's always been music over everything you know in my my life in in my lifetime so uh but yeah, those first couple of tours were rough because you go from a context where you, I don't know, jam once a week or so, or,
3: uh, oh,
0: yeah. uh,
2: to like, literally like being on the road for like, and especially those Finberg tours, those were like a month and a half. Those were brutal, like covering a yeah. lot of distance and, uh, you Long get tired, tours. you, you get sick. Uh, you don't get to shower every day. Uh, uh, i mean it is what it is it toughens yeah. you up it builds character uh you learn a, a lot a lot about yourself and others that throughout that sure. experience but it was just really hard on the vocals man so i, I could would imagine lose my voice i would lose my voice uh but hey you live in uh, and you learn
0: yeah i mean you just get used <laughs> to
2: it oh my god uh <laughs> sure I, I don't mind i don't mind sharing a bit of uh this is me oversharing but uh you're good. suppositories is that what they're called like apparently they help for like uh laryngitis and everything so uh-huh. steve and i have had uh, a few instances where we had to stick one of those up our butts and it was very uh it was a very saddening experience but Jesus uh everything Christ. for music everything for like... yeah it, it actually works it uh, works yeah <laughs> yeah
0: was so steve always a vocalist
2: Yes, Steve has been uh, the original vocals, vocalist ever since uh, 2002, so even those early jams in 2001.
0: He Yeah, he kind of knew what he was doing for the most part.
2: Yeah, Steve he... just likes to party, so it was yeah, like, you just a tell. different set of problems. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> for, I, Kevin Mahler, is, uh, he's taking notes about the super- god! <laughs> oh. Oh I saw god. somebody
2: yeah, okay. reference... Uh, I saw it. somebody reference uh, Harpo's in Detroit, the world's oh, tallest man. stage.
0: That place, yeah, I've only, I've never been. I've seen videos, I've seen the pictures, I've heard the stories. It's,
2: it's weird. Apparently, the, the, I don't know if this is fact or fiction, but the, the reason that? for that stage being so high, and I kid you not, sometimes I would try to like hand out the mic, and I would lay flat on my belly. to get
0: down yeah to try to get it close to their face and would
2: barely even reach them and apparently the stage is that high just to avoid like stabbings on stage and there is literally like a, a metal detector at the front entrance of the venue and security guards guarding like the vans throughout the entire day to a point where this guy got close to our van this one time and Apparently got f- kicked in the chest pretty, uh, oh, pretty it. brutally. So that's wow. uh, so they wouldn't let rough. anybody.
0: They wouldn't let anybody buy the vans.
2: I mean it's right? it's it's a rough it's a rough neighborhood, yeah. and I I wasn't there, but apparently he looked suspicious, and that's how they deal with things there. But uh, oh, that
1: was just a hobo Jesus. like passing by, and and that yeah it's still Wesley security guard just like
2: like already yeah, chopped him in the
1: chest like poof. <laughs> Jesus rough. Christ, dude, yeah. rough. I felt bad but, for yeah. the guy. It was like, <laughs> same.
0: What's your favorite place to perform in Montreal?
2: Club Soda. Club no Soda. No hesitations. Yeah, yeah you're right care. away with that one. <laughs> yeah, and like uh there I I hear they're struggling right now with every, like, oh, you know, venue like, you know. Yeah. Everybody's going through the same, but uh, you know, we've played club soda throughout our career we've sold it out like five or six times it's uh the perfect venue for us uh, very yeah. close to our hearts it's central montreal beautiful area
0: good spot yeah uh,
2: yeah so uh club soda definitely for me if not venues in america uh peabody's in cleveland which, yeah i wish it was uh, still around is, yeah it's one of the venues we've played the most. They tore it down, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, White Palladium, Rabbit
1: in San Antonio was fun.
0: Dude, White Rab- yeah, White Rabbit. That's right?
2: that's that's gone as well, isn't it? I think so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's well. It's called. Someone else owns it now. It's called Paper Tiger. So it looks okay. It, I mean, it's like pretty much the same setup, but they remodeled it. So you know, taking a shit in the bathroom isn't as gross anymore.
2: Okay.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's doable yeah. Now. yeah there was like
2: this <laughs> this this uh outdoor merch area i remember that yeah sort of, like connected all these different oh like, yeah i was like a, and, like the small stage the big stage and all that so yeah cool spot. we did a few myspace festivals there as well <laughs> and
1: um what <laughs> else kevin's, uh, mention- there, Kevin, th- uh, kevin's mentioning foops in, montreal. Oh, I, I, I like in hang- montreal i like to hang out there but for playing shows uh i don't like the stage it's it's i don't know it's it's kind of weird. Weird. Setup, Is that, but, I've uh, never been yeah. to it.
0: I've never been to Montreal. Can you believe that? It's wow. The fuck am I doing?
1: <laughs>
2: really? <laughs> yeah, I swear. Yo, the only, dude, Daniel. <laughs> when, when all this shit blows over, oh, you I'm, need to like travel to Montreal up. for for one of the shows. So.
0: Oh yeah, hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. The plan was last year to travel more. I was gonna go to uh-huh. Europe and shit. I was gonna. I wanted to go up to Canada, go to Montreal, travel around, and well, obviously that got fucking canceled <laughs> but mm. yeah no definitely will definitely will be i want to come to montreal so bad
2: well if you do you let eric and i know we'll oh, show you around and uh we'll take, right, well, care, take of you, care of you man i appreciate yeah. that man
0: so eric but, what... uh real yeah what's up real quick
2: i don't want to forget this but like favorite venues i got to give a shout out to mr palladium we oh, love yeah, new england time. we love playing that entire area uh if not uh uh house of blues in la uh i, I hear that's tore down as well uh we, I, I've always oh, yeah, enjoyed. Uh, I mean, security are way too harsh at house, house of Blues, but I just remember going there and the catering and everything. And this was on point. Back we were when we were an opening band, and I remember Steve and I were like, "Wow, so much delicious food!" And you, you're like starving because <laughs> all you're eating is like dollar menus. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah. Gas stuff. station food. Yeah. Mm.
2: Fucking five dollar PDs. So um, uh, we lived off the dollar menu for quite some time, and then you play Hob, all this delicious food.
1: It's like and a dream come you know, true. I
2: f- I feel like Steve and I like puked side stage or something because we just <laughs> ate way too much before a set.
1: But uh lots of fond memories. <laughs> lots of
0: good memories there.
1: The boardwalk in uh, Sacramento.
2: Boardwalk. Uh, that's a small nah, ass stage.
1: I, <laughs> yeah, it was No, nah, That's I, a small stage, right? Because there. we had a lot of friends. Isn't it
2: uh, right? The boardwalk. There. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think in the right spot. I prefer
2: yeah. I prefer chain reaction.
0: Our yeah, last there was sick. Yeah, I know dude that i i remember seeing the video of the last show there actually i have it on a play, the playlist that i'm playing behind me but um yeah i mean for like if you're gonna like a small stage that rules the play is chain my opinion
2: yeah great energy there
0: great energy i mean it's just if the spot dude
1: you, My, Mike, you, Mike Caputo you, uh, says he used to work there and eat all the private food, uh, all the food from the catering from private events.
0: House of Blues mac and cheese <laughs> with spinach. Art. Oh, in Houston, House of Blues. <laughs> Here,
2: here's a tour story for you about catering. Our first like major U.S. tour was with Deicide,
1: Uh oh, no who shit. are actually awesome. Who, who are actually great. And yeah. uh, Glenn, Glenn Benton was a great dude. He was great. He's a show. solid I, dude. Yeah. Uh, I still hear it. People
2: try to. People try to break and enter into our van in Vancouver, B.C. And uh-huh. I kid you not, Glenn saw them try to break into our van and like, hey, what the fuck are you doing up there? And then like chase them. <laughs>
3: oh,
0: so shit. shout
2: out to Glenn. Yeah. Uh, you don't
0: fuck with Glenn. Yeah.
2: And uh, <laughs> that tour, we were doing lots of back and forth uh, throughout, you know, Canada and, and the oh, U.S. And, the and I remember yeah. uh, bumping into Deicide at Customs, uh, going into Canada and uh-huh. Glenn had a like a a, a baseball hat like as low as you could possibly put it just to cover that (laughs) upside down cross
0: oh dude yeah i
2: forgot
1: (laughs) (laughs) dude what a challenge like trying to cross borders with that with that cross in your in your on your forehead you know so it's like
2: but these are side stories what i wanted to say and i'm not (laughs) proud of this but like uh again struggling on tour and uh what we would do is every time the spies would go, uh, not despise spies, Deicide would go mm-hmm. on stage. We'd be starving and we had no free liquor, so we would just go in Deicide's <laughs> dressing room and take some of the food and take some of the beer. It's like
0: snag a few things here. There. <laughs> they, they,
2: they caught us and they banned us from their dressing room. So, <laughs> do not steal other bands' uh, yeah, don't catering. Do it. That's actually that's actually pretty whack. I would never do that ever again. Yeah, I mean, you were young. We were bro. young. you we were young, did young as better, shit. Right?
0: Yeah. Well, yes, karma so...
1: karma got, got us because it happened to us a, a couple of times. It before, happens like, to us every pass. time. Yeah, like
0: every <laughs> oh, tour, <shit. laughs> like someone's taking some shit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it's all right. It it, it happens. Yeah, Somebody like you, just said you, you get the off, off stage the stage after like a full hour of playing, and then you yeah, know, and have this cold beer in your dressing room, and you look at the fridge, and it's all empty. it's all gone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: what were you gonna say, Alex?
2: uh just somebody in the comments uh mentioned uh through the eyes of the dead yeah and, you know we mentioned a lot about like uh, our early death metal tours but like our first kind of like death core or more like scene or like leaning more, more in into your... the metal core mm-hmm. hardcore death core side of things was with through the eyes of the dead and back then they were huge they were like Dude, white chapel big and uh, they brought us on tour and we supported them and we became super close friends with them actually and uh a lot of our early experiences on tour were with them. So shout out yeah. to Through the Eyes. And James when James. we did the Day of Morning uh, album launch tour in 09, mm-hmm. yeah, we, uh, we brought them on tour and uh, it was fun. Like uh, I miss the guys, actually, genuinely. So shout out to them. That's, yeah.
0: Through the Eyes of the Dead will never get boring. That band, even their like, latest record's fucking sick, dude. Yeah, it's sick. They still write good music. every uh every
2: era every vocalist
0: yeah yeah like when i johnson even yep, with nate even like when i found out about you guys that's like when i found out about like ion dissonance and then i think a little later on was like beneath the massacre and it was just like from there on out i think that's when i also found out about through the eyes of the dead i'm pretty sure and i was just starting to get into more of that style of music those are the days man
2: uh the
1: red cord
2: the red
0: cord uh, animosity oh man animosity all shall perish man
1: i went that was a sick tour man the 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 2007 red cord tour that was so good so fun yeah actually uh, another 3
2: Eyes of the dead tour so it went the red cord 3 Eyes of the dead despised icon all shall perish see you next tuesday (sighs) Wow. and uh Stick that's like one that. of my favorite tours ever it was a summer tour we had so much fun that all shall perish were so nuts. much fun to hang out with yeah uh, they had like a, a playstation and a tv in their van this is back this oh, is before man. everybody had like uh uh portable phones and and data yeah and, yeah we had flip laptops back then. yeah I it was all flip phones my girlfriend with a flip phone
0: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: And they had a guitar hero set up in their van i was like <laughs> this is the coolest shit These ever fucking
0: guys and, uh, dude that's so awesome
2: they were a whole lot of fun and then what was the name of their chris story he was playing guitar for them yeah uh, was he? and uh yes. he kept, like he kept t- mentioning uh, uh rusty cooley his favorite guitar player and yeah, no. or rusty cooley was, cooley was he was gonna,
1: taking classes from this guy oh. yeah and he was
2: he was gonna have a class on on that tour with him really and i had no idea who rusty cooley was so i kept calling him testy cooley and <laughs> that's that's not even funny that's besides the point anyways yeah, yeah, yeah. all shall perish miss the guys eddie's eddie's the fucking man too eddie
0: is the fucking man dude i became i started talking to eddie like this year because he's a twitch because he started streaming a bit and uh, I had an episode with him as well on here and we had a fucking blast, dude. Like he's, Eddie's, Eddie's Eddie's a great fucking dude. Interesting guy, but I I love him, dude. Like really cool ass dude. Always supportive of everything. And yeah, I hope one day we can see, we can hear some new All Shall
1: Perish. Someone uh, just saying like first show I went to was the (laughs) Spice Icon when I was nine years old. (laughs) What? Holy fuck.
0: You were nine? Where was it?
1: It was an all ages show for sure.
0: Oh yeah, obviously.
1: And we were probably twenty-nine back then. Yeah, 29.
2: <laughs> hey, I just turned 40 this year, so what? Yeah. How? I mean, I was in I'm <laughs> I was born in nineteen eighty.
1: It's crazy. Eric, uh-huh. you're forty two, right? I'll be forty three uh April twenty eighth. Damn.
0: Damn. Yeah. Dan, how old oh, are you? Thirty four. Just 34, turned 34 okay. in February. Oh, you're a baby. I'm a little just baby, Just a young
1: dude.
0: lad. Nice. Hey, Alice, you still look young as shit. Eric, not too Thank bad you. yourself either.
2: No, dude, I
1: <laughs> like, like, look like I'm 54, so... But now break. you're t-
2: Dan, like we were saying before we started the live stream, it's all about the hat, right? It I, is. I, I, we take, we take off. this off, we're like automatically <laughs> 10 years older. This is the real me right here.
0: There it is.
2: <laughs> Bald and beautiful.
0: <laughs> Love it, dude. So, Eric, what got you into playing guitar when you were younger?
1: Oh, my God. Uh, Was it guitar,
0: only guitar? Or did you you learn anything else?
1: No, actually, I, I wasn't into playing any instruments at all. And... um. Uh, oh yeah, I remember I was uh, 10 years old and um, I have family um, in Manitoba, uh, in the city of Winnipeg. Yeah. And um, my dad wanted me to, um, to learn English because I was just speaking French as a kid in, in Quebec. So uh, he sent me uh, to spend the whole summer at my uncle's place with my cousins. And mm-hmm. uh, my older cousin, uh, Isabel uh she was into iron maiden and metallica yeah and uh you know i was just a kid listening to like pop music you know i was into like in excess and dipache mode and, and stuff like that all that yeah and she she played me the tape of uh, master of puppets on that summer uh it was uh it uh, was it yeah it was a master of puppets and uh and is. justice for all just uh was released too and i, I heard uh, that intro song uh blackened and I was like completely blown away. I was like, wow, what? What's that sound? What is that? Yeah. Know, Those are guitars. Blown wow, away. that's amazing!" And and that was my goal. I wanted to play guitar just to play that music. You know? Play that stuff, yeah. And uh, so I, I I got back home after that summer, and uh, I asked my dad. I said, "Dad, I, I really want to play guitar. I'd like to have like a, an electric guitar and something." And and uh, my my dad is uh, from Spain. He immigrated to Canada oh, okay. uh, in in the late sixties. Yeah. So. He said no no no! you're not going to play electric guitar you're going to play real <laughs> guitar which is flamenco and and classical guitar and so eric bought- say with the accent <laughs> well in english it doesn't work because he, he, he spoke True. he spoke to yeah. me in french you know? yeah whenever so, we imitate so eric me- stag we, we have this good accent. Anyways, keep on going. They're <laughs> yeah, like that little Enrique Iglesias accent. You know? uh, <laughs> Eric, you're going to play to learn the real guitar. <laughs> <laughs> so he bought me a classical guitar and, and got me a classical guitar uh, classes. And I was like, what the fuck? That's not what I want to play. And I, yeah. I, I didn't have real interest in that. But he said, I had this, like, this thick, um, like, guitar lesson book for classical and you said you know the day i'll be able to you the day i'll open any page of that book and you'll cite you play by sight reading the, the, the 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 musical chart i'll buy you your electric guitar i'm like all right so it took me like i don't know like close to two years of struggling and just practicing at sight reading and playing classical songs and stuff Yep. and uh and, and i did it and he, he bought me my first electric guitar it was like an oh, 80s wow. an 80s kramer guitar with this little 15 watt <laughs> wow. amp and was, you know that were beginner yeah that that orange distortion uh boss pedal you know yep. <laughs> did you have oh, yeah. a metal zone did you, no, have no, metal no. you ever the, get metal one wasn't was not even released back
0: uh, yeah I wasn't yeah it wasn't then right
1: it, it came out i think like a year or two after uh, but I got it. <laughs> yeah, eventually. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: when it came out, right?
1: Yeah. So, but but the funny thing is, like, I, even though I was like pra- practicing classical guitar, I was like jamming like metal riffs on nylon yeah. strings on my classical guitar, you know, just le- learning Metallica songs on classical guitar. So, once I got my electric guitar, I was like super stoked. And uh, and that's what led me to like more metal stuff, you know. What did, dude, I had I no idea. That's I didn't even know. What did your parents
0: yeah. think when you started getting into stuff like Slayer?
1: <laughs> oh, they they hated it. You know? Yeah. Oh, uh, they they. I, mean, I tell my parents were supportive first. parents now because I I did something out of it, but uh, yeah. Like, back then they just they wanted me to quit and just go like to medicine school or something. You know? <laughs> get a real job. Yeah, get,
0: go get a real job.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, Eric, I had yeah. no idea that you actually played two years of classical before even jumping on uh, on the electric. I thought I knew you, buddy.
0: <laughs> you thought you knew him, but you did not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now look at all those guitars in the background. I know and those man. are just the ones you kept. Yeah, those. exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so uh, we had a question while uh, a composition journey for a new album. When and how do you know that everything is ready and on place for each song? Like, how do you know you're satisfied and happy with the complete work, completed work?
1: Oh, you're never satisfied (laughs) yeah you're probably Uh, never satisfied right uh, that's something i've learned and that you just you just accept it you know you you live with it but uh, you're never satisfied (laughs) yeah you gotta learn on your
2: acceptance but i i feel like that overall feeling that we're describing right now is also positive in the sense that it always pushes pushes you to strive for more so with every song or with every record Uh, you learn from what you disliked on you know the previous record or previous song and you try to improve that next time around and um, I don't know I would like to think that we write better songs now more than ever I love everything we put out in the past but uh, now more than than ever we know what we like to play what we dislike to play what works best Mm -hmm. with the audience because obviously we care about what everybody else thinks Uh, you know it's uh, it's the thing about playing a show is you want everyone to enjoy themselves, not just yourself. At least that's my outlook on things. So yeah. it's just uh, always striving for more and you never being fully satisfied just takes some of the pressure away from the next effort. You know, it makes it easier to top and uh, it makes it an overall like learning experience. But as far as, as far as like knowing when that song is complete uh, normally Eric and I have developed this reflex whenever he and I start laughing like Beavis and Butthead, we sort of know <laughs> that we have this is something it. good going. Yeah. The more we laugh, the more ridiculous it is, the uh-huh. better the breakdown, the better the slam
1: normally.
3: Yeah. And, and, uh, and it's,
1: such a, it's such a team effort, you know, because uh, and that, that's some of the things I, I've come to realize with time. Um, I think it was around our third album, Eels of Modern Man, that I think that's when we truly found our sound kind of, you know, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'd like to think that whenever uh, despised icon plays somewhere and people will hear it and say, oh, that's despised icon. They'll recognize the sound. They'll recognize that the type of riffs, the song structure. Yeah. You always knew when
0: it was you guys.
1: So, so, and, and, but that's, that's like the, like, like I said, it's the team effort because uh, nowadays I, I rely more than ever on my bandmates to to determine if something if a riff is good or if there's like something going on with a, with a song I'm I'm writing on my own. So as mm-hmm. as Alex said, I will often I will just write a, a piece of music, like a couple riffs with drums and, and send it to him and he, he and without any uh hesitation is just straight up say that that's pure shit forget about it or <laughs> that, or, or that's great you know you got something yeah, there going it is. on there Keep 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 it up you know yeah yeah and and same goes with alex grind our drummer like we, we bounce off ideas and stuff like that and we we're so comfortable together now after Fucking, that many yeah, years forever. that um,
0: 20 years man.
1: yeah so we're able to be uh, completely honest and, and say, you oh, know, I don't like this I, or I like that or or keep working on it. And and, yeah. and I think that's what constitutes the, the band sound, you know?
0: So. Yeah, no, definitely. When you guys, this is a good one, my, my friend Colin asked, but I had it in the back of my mind anyway. When you guys wrote MVP, did you know that that song was just going to pop off? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no <laughs> no actually
2: officially it's not even like uh it's not even a single off the record it's just I know. it became viral somehow and people started you know word to mouth and yeah. uh it's a song that we play at every show still to this day but we yeah. definitely not uh it's, pre- it's one, one of the predicted that surprise. mvp yes. effect yeah
1: and, and, and true story it's one of the few songs that uh, alex and i didn't write it's it's all alex grind. oh he came up to me with the yeah he came up to me with the whole drum track with no no riffs no bass nothing he wrote like all the drum beats and 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 glued them all together and 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 it made this like four minutes nonsense of like super fast (laughs) drums and and i had the task to take that and and try to like write write over it it. yeah
0: yeah that's that's a isn't that a weird way to write
1: it is but at the same time it, it i think it 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 makes um you know i think if we would write all the songs the same way they would all sound the same you know true like like so i think it it stands out on the album like when that song comes in it, it sounds different from the previous and and, and the, the 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 next after, track yeah so well eric we, <laughs> we tried we, to we be did, creative write, like this a bit you know yeah yeah we did write a lot of
2: songs starting from drums for those first three records though Wow. Yeah. mvp being one of those yeah MVP but one. uh me being the drummer on the first record especially for the first two records i would show up with like Just that was to... the only way i could contribute to the writing process was to Go on like an old version of Cubase, and then just <laughs> lay down a whole bunch of drum beats, and then just sit down with Eric, hum shitty riffs, and then he makes them better, and then so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, so that's that's the thing. That's though, cool. That, that, yeah. So yeah. Not you are you're, you're a you're a drummer and Grind's a drummer, so I guess that's how we write a lot of our songs, starting from the based drum from beat. drums. Yeah. Yeah. But but, Grind and Alex, they probably have this like riff idea in their head, but they can't like translate it it to a guitar. Yeah. So So they play it on drums. Yeah. And and they just like hum something. And, and, and then I like
0: try to make a riff of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And And then I I come up with
1: something that's different that, then what they had in their head and and they say wow that's even better or like that's cool and and, and try this out and and that's how we come up with songs sometimes
2: do you guys i just love humming power chords (laughs) 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 sometimes (laughs) he would send me like vocal notes vocal
1: notes yeah yeah, on your phone yeah What he just did, I I get an email and it's just like him, like, (laughs) jing, 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 (laughs) jing, jing,
0: You're like, okay, hold on, let me, I'll do it for you. Here, here you go, here's the MP3.
1: (laughs) Is that what you, is that what you want (laughs) it?
0: Do you guys still enjoy playing the old material or are you like more focused on the new stuff?
2: Um, We understand that there's quite a bit of nostalgia related to our band because we have been around for 19 years and, um, but uh, we are still very involved in the present and the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, hence why, you know, I'm actually really stoked on Purgatory, our latest record. I fucking love um, the record, man. Um, I haven't oh, had man. the opportunity to see. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, uh, Eric and I, who uh, we write a lot together. We haven't had the opportunity to see each other very much this year. Actually, we only saw ourselves. We only saw each other once uh, oh, man, yesterday. That was, that's, that was the first time we saw each other yesterday Dang. yesterday yeah <laughs> so we've been trying to write through facetime uh video chat which has video, been yeah. kind of a challenge but uh no and, and now the process has changed where we, are, we it, it's less constricting in the sense that uh, we don't show up with like a, an entire song on drums or, or less often now than how we used to it's all about the riff and then yep. we just get inspired and like all right what's what's next and it's uh the method methods have changed but it's the same magic and uh you know, we already have like three new songs, uh, that obviously oh, nice. are, uh, you know, fully completed. Uh, don't jump the gun. We're not going to announce a record next week <laughs> or anything, but, um, we are slowly, but surely working on it. And, yeah, um,
0: working on as hard
2: as, as hard as what it is for everyone right now with this whole, uh, C word bullshit. Uh, yep. <laughs> it gives us an opportunity to slow things down and, uh, right for the pure fun for the pure love of it without any like obligations that all right we have a record deadline for this date for this tour for
1: the th- there's none of that so it's yeah. just, uh and, and that was part of the deal when we uh reunited five years ago mm-hmm. uh because we did break up in 2010 yeah um, and, and it was and, and honestly some people think yeah this is like all planned uh, planned out and you guys knew you would come back and stuff and but we didn't you know you
0: really did uh, yeah you really yeah
1: we, we we broke up we did this farewell worldwide tour yep i remember and that, that was yeah. it you know and 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 when we got back together like four or five years uh, after that to play some reunion shows we kind of rediscovered like um
0: just, just like a new spark a little yeah
1: but just just the fun of hanging out together and playing music together you know yeah and, and and even then we we could have decided not to come back and just just be like a rehearsal band and playing every week in our basements and and not put out anything and not do anything but but we we yeah we 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 rediscovered the the pleasure of uh, of of being together and and hanging out and and playing music yeah. So that was one that's of the rad. conditions, and 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 that's why we never really got back um, at uh, full time touring because uh, I mean I have kids, uh, I have, I have a, another career here at home. Uh, yeah. Most of the other band members uh, do as well. So we said, you know what? We'll just commit to whatever we can. If it's like three weeks, a month of touring every year, that'll be it. And
0: yeah, and- you can handle that, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, that, and that's what we, we've been doing because I, I remember at some times in, in like during our like last years in 2009, 2010, mm-hmm. it, it was tough, you know, being on the road like 10 months a year and, and, and- well, maybe
2: not 10 months, but at least six. Yeah, yeah
1: but we did. Felt we, like ten. We did. We, <laughs> yeah, there, probably, there you uh, go. Well put. Obviously 2008 went home 2007. Like, we did like so, 200 shows, Alex, on that year. That was exactly nice. yeah, was... And we and, and even Alex Grind stepped out on one tour, and we had uh, uh, Patrice Amelin from Martyr stepped in to fill in on drums on a tour, and and, and so people aren't we... necessarily
2: familiar with Martyr, but later on he filled yeah. in for Cephalic Carnage. Uh, yep. He's in Gorguts now, and oh, he's yeah. also in Beneath the Massacre, and he got the tour bug through just touring with the spies so the only two tours that alex grind did not do Uh because he just needed a break uh was with uh pat and uh yeah shout out to pat he's crazy Mm -hmm. man so
1: so that that's the thing you know at at some point when you you do it every day you kind of lose uh, you lose the the I don't know. Some of that thing. magic. Yeah, yeah,
0: of course. Magic. Yeah. I mean, it happens. It happens to I so, feel like So everyone... nowadays,
1: I mean, before COVID, whenever we were going out on tour like once or twice a year, we were so stoked, you know, and super happy. And and every night, it's was like just waiting
0: like, for it, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And every night was like a special event for us, you know. It was like, wow, we're playing a show, we're playing shows. And oh, wow, we, we just played f- 15 shows, we got yeah. six to go, and then it's over. Oh, my God. You yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're still like on that high even afterwards. Yeah. You're like, shit, I could do a few more, <laughs> you know? <laughs>
2: Yeah. I mean, at that point of the tour, you're like, shit, we're just we're warmed finally up, now. getting warmed up. Like, yeah, we're, we're in tour mode now. Let's 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 you know, we
0: need some more. Let's do another one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember but, uh, going to your New York City show, the reunion one at Grammar okay. So I was working with um, Last Ten Seconds of Life at the time, and I got them on the show.
3: Uh-huh.
0: I think what year was that?
1: 2014, it was with That's the right. Red cord. Yeah. Was it 14. with the Red Red, red Cord, red cord. Red. yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, uh, Lorna Shore were on that on mm-hmm. that show, and they were just starting out. And yeah, uh, Last 10 Seconds of Life.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, there was a couple we, others. they played
1: with the Red the next day in... in uh, uh, w- uh, Within the Ruins. Within, Within the Ruins, the Ruins, Ruins that. dude, yeah. They were on that as well, yeah.
0: Yeah, I flew. I remember I flew in for that, just to visit family, and I made it a, a point to go to that show because I was like, I need to go to that. And I remember you guys just coming on stage and like the room just lit the fuck up. New York City, New York I goes pumps, man. hard.
2: <laughs> New York goes super hard. So yeah. I mean that entire super. School, we, when we played, a, we played like a like a small show in Amityville. Uh, what's it called there? A M H.
0: Yes, mu- Amityville Music Hall.
2: Yeah, like people go berserk, I, dude. It's yeah, a, that's it's, a
0: small spot too. I can't believe you fucking played there
2: it was it was How right before that, 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 that yeah it was crazy i mean we were doing this festival in jersey Holy with shit. knocked knocked loose and we had yeah. to play another show and that was the first show and then we played boston with on broken wings i think and Jeez. internal bleeding maybe i can't remember yeah and no the that that amityville show was with internal bleeding and sanction. That was it.
0: Oh, same. and then we played Fun, Boston yes. the next
2: day with on broken wings. And then the day after was that festival with knock loose and there was all this drama and the show got shut down before we even got to play. So, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, wait, was that, that was in Jersey, right? Yeah.
2: Yes, yes. It was a sick lineup, too. I
0: forget the name. It was a fest, right? It, what the
2: yeah. fuck was it called? Lu- loud fest. Loud, loud fest, dude. dude. Yes. Loud fest, yes. Shout out to Greg Diamond. Yeah, uh, man,
0: man. He
2: does a lot for the scene, and that, that was kind of a nightmare for him, so I really sympathize, and yeah.
0: Yeah, I heard all about that. <laughs> and then, like, Knock Loose went and played, like, some... I don't even know. Where the fuck did they play that night? They play some, like It was like a last minute
2: show. Yeah.
0: Craziness, dude. That's happened back then. I mean, dude, I remember. Oh, man. Jersey was always the state that when I was growing up going to shows, you know, mid 2000s, you know, late 2000s too. It was always the state that always had venues shutting down or places where they were doing shows at like a VFW, you know, uh, Knights of Columbus or some shit like that they do like one or two shows gone because they don't want it again because Jersey shows were so fucking violent. (laughs) Yep. So it was just like one venue after the other, or one, one place that did shows after the other, just constantly getting shut down.
2: (laughs) But it's, it's fun to see just like, uh, just people do it for the, the the pure love of it. There's no venue. We'll just find one. We've played pool halls, bowling alleys. Uh, we've played VFWs, uh, like, those you quick. can th- we've we've played we've played in a, in a living room we've played in a basement like we all just that wanted that yeah invite us and back we'll, then we're all about it yeah exactly that was like
0: that was the shit back then when especially i remember lots um, of
2: floor shows yeah uh
0: there was this festival in where i grew up in poughkeepsie new york uh called rhythm den fest and one year it was uh converge was on it a bunch of bands like 100 demons all this shit uh, i think every time i die a lot of Fucking solid, solid lineup. First day that the fest happened, it was more pop punk-ish. Uh, that, that day happened. The second day comes around, the, the promoter disappears. This that, So that day doesn't happen. The show doesn't even happen. Venue doesn't, venue cancels it because the promoter's gone, blah, blah, blah. And I was like this fucking close to getting Converge to play my friend Jess's dad's big ass house up in Woodstock, Wow. New York, because <laughs> he was like supposed to be out of town And she was like, we could probably do this here because the house wasn't like fully built yet. I mean, it was, but it wasn't. (laughs) And like I was at the mall that day and Converge was there. And I remember talking to Jacob and being like, they were like, we'll play anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I was just, it was so close. Jess is like, I'm pretty sure he's out of town. Let me call him. Let me see if he's around. And she calls me back. She's like, fuck, he's home. I'm like, damn it. (laughs) <laughs> almost made this happen that would have been in a, a night to remember but dude back yeah. then man doing going to shows in people's living rooms basements that was very very common <laughs>
1: i've uh i've they always relocated f- the show at the chance <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, that's where
0: it was supposed to be that's what ah. it was supposed oh, okay. yeah and the the venue was like we're not doing it since the promoter bailed
2: and i'm like <laughs> wait where's chance is poughkeepsie poughkeepsie yeah, yeah. okay yeah Hudson okay Valley. yep so, that's where I fucked no, up. My, I, uh, my big toe. <laughs> Is it? I can't. I don't even remember that. Yeah, you remember I remember it?
1: on the Summer Slaughter tour with uh, Cataclysm and Black Dahlia. Oh shit! And uh, that's a good tour. And uh, I was carrying like my uh, guitar, um, my amp, road case, and this this stage <clears> ramp, <throat> mm-hmm. and it, like the wheel just got stuck at the bottom on of the, the ramp. ramp. And it just pinched my, my my toe between the ramp and the, the road case. Uh, I dude, I was loading in like in flip flops, like a complete jerk. So.
2: <laughs> I just uh, I, I just remember when pain. you you when you fucked your finger up at Jiffy Lube trying to like uh, <laughs> inflate the uh, the, dolly the, the, tires. the dolly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my, just man. like the plate of the tire just went flying and then hit his finger, broke his finger. Beginning of tour, so. And that was your um... my left hand. Yeah, yes, left. left hand. So, so he played the rest of the tour with like the three, three fingers, fingers instead of yeah, four
1: because because my index was like all wrapped up with this like metal clamp to to keep my, my to keep fingers it straight. straight. So yeah, yeah. So I could heal so i would just like like shred like with three fingers and (laughs) (laughs) do like all my power chords with my middle finger and your pinky yeah (laughs) so i I, i'd like to relearn all the songs in a matter of a couple hours before our show it was at studio seven in seattle oh wow and i remember i was like i was so high on vicodin because like they they gave me that for uh, for uh, for pain the pain yeah and and you know that 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 sort of medicine is not even allowed in Canada, so it's yeah. <laughs> like pop. Yeah, you're probably like, "What is this? Oh, all right." Yeah, so yeah. I'll take two. Oh, shit. And I,
3: I had, I had to
1: show, that. I had to show Ben like all the leads, so Ben had to learn all the leads oh, before the show. Man, what what a
2: what a what, what a, a nightmare! Shit. Complete shit show. The show must yeah. must go on. We've never. Yeah. Uh... We've never I, I remember like the, the We the, always the, figure out a way Yeah, Those Vicodin pills
1: You know right. like the leftovers I would sell them like $5 a piece To the Abacab guys on the tour <laughs> <laughs> Rough Oh
2: man We were uh, talking about floor shows earlier One yeah. comes, that comes to mind is uh, So we did a Suicide Silence's uh, album launch tour For The Cleansing So that was in Ooh, 2007 man. Yeah and then we, there was no Chicago show. So it was like a suburb, uh, Illinois show, floor show. And during our set, kids just went crazy and started like throwing garbage cans. And one of the garbage can just uh, hit our bass player, Sebastian. And there was like like glass bottles in it. So like oh it hits our bass player. There's like
0: on. B- broken
2: glass on the floor. And then our, <laughs> our bass player flips out. Yeah. Grabs the, mic, grabs the mic out of my hand and goes like who done this? I
1: want him <laughs> now. Yeah, he sounded like English Arnold. Ever. It was like, who done this? Who I done this? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like chasing people with like his bass and like holding it oh, as a like this, uh... <laughs> and it was, like... <laughs> was that Jeez.
2: was that the oh, AK strain
1: tour? Uh
2: is... no, that was that was Suicide Silence. oh uh, yeah, suicide. suicide
1: Silence tour. Uh, the dude. tour you're talking about, Eric, is
2: a case of strain. The Spies, full blown chaos. See you next oh, Tuesday. I remember And this. fucking Tony Danza. Yeah, Tony Danza, dude. Yeah,
0: lineup right there. Yeah. <laughs> fucking lineup. Good old
1: days, dude.
0: <laughs> Those were the good old days. So, from my friend Joel, uh, he said it's not a question, but he wanted me to let you know, Alex, that Moria just put their OG material up on Bandcamp. Remember that band from? The oh, band right band? on.
2: Moria. Yeah, of course. Dude, I, I had know. a. I had a shirt from theirs, and they like Yoda was on it, and he was in gold foil or something like that. I do remember seeing the guys and hanging out with them in yeah. California for sure. It's a
1: California band, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
0: I remember. Yeah, that. And I've what's up, Joel, by the way?
2: It's been a while, buddy.
0: Oh, yeah, you probably know Joel, right? Joel Haston?
2: Yeah, of course. Joel Cupcake,
0: course. the fucking man. <laughs> So, uh, what are some? Are there any like specific? Didn't we play
1: with them in Modesto or? Probably, I think that's where they're from.
0: Josh, I know Josh is in it. No, that was uh, Eric. You're referring to.
3: Uh,
2: I can't remember. Are you are you talking about? uh, We we played a mall in Bakersfield, California. Oh, really? And it was with the. uh, That was uh, yeah. That was with the Taste of Blood, and Derek later joined the Faceless as a vocalist, and there was. uh, Another band like people in su- not suffocate, uh, maybe suffocate. I don't know, yeah. but somebody died at that show. That was rough. But no, I don't whoa, think we've whoa. ever played with Moria. I'm not sure. Jesus, how the, what? Someone died at the show?
1: Yeah, well, some some kids were moshing, and and one of them like was moshing with his shoes and his hands, and oh, he just yeah. like, he just like smacked them smacked someone in the back of the head and that kid went in the hospital and died like a week after
0: holy fuck man yeah he cut yeah. His open. yeah dude there's yeah there i've seen some shit happen at shows growing up man i think we all have
1: yeah you mm-hmm. know yeah i mean we we
0: crazy shit like man why are you doing
1: this i know at some point i was like collecting pictures with injured people at shows like uh on, mm. on my facebook profile i have this like photo album yeah it's just me with injured fans like some of them like, black like, eyes holding, yeah, yeah no, they're holding their teeth they're holding their teeth in their hand and they're, they're next to me like hey, hey, hey. or like a, <laughs> or, <laughs> or someone's yeah, about but... to get in the ambulance and i'm like next to him like yeah. oh. <laughs> hey <laughs>
2: yeah that being said they were good sports about it they were uh, yeah most still happy are. and like we yeah. don't encourage anyone well, to get hurt, no hurt, no hurt, hurt, hurt people, uh, obviously and i not. wasn't
1: making fun of them at all i was uh, it's the opposite i was trying to at least you know <laughs> give Brian them some... their day yeah like yeah, yeah, like, a no, bit like, yeah. like you like like you got beaten up on my show but you know hi yeah. and i hope you're doing pick. bad yeah exactly
0: it'll <laughs> you'll get better
1: <laughs> yeah bloody nose
2: but a big smile definitely oh yeah. exactly Got another
0: good question. Since despised icon has been obviously around for a while, um, who do you guys think are the like the big comers in the genre, deathcore genre?
2: Um, well, I mean, shout out to all our friends that have been doing it for a while. But as far yeah. as like the new bands new. are concerned, uh, brand of sacrifice definitely. Yeah, uh,
0: to yeah Canadian Toronto um, right there.
2: My personal favorites would be Signs of the Swarm. Hell they are yeah. badass. Yeah, man. Uh I love Shadow of uh, Intent.
0: Yeah, Shadow yeah. of Intent. Mm.
2: On our last headliner, the lineup was man. insane. It went uh Shadow of Intent, uh who else? Uh Kublai Khan yep. ingested, so shout out to Fuck. all those bands. I mean, Ingested have been around for a while but still They have, yeah. Uh,
0: I think it's now starting uh, to pop for like <clears throat> Excuse me, their latest record, man. They really they really stepped it up,
2: I feel yeah. like. In just yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, they're time. hard workers, man. They're they grinding are. all the time. Uh, if not, we, uh, at the beginning of the stream, we talked about Unique Leader. Uh, and I feel yeah. like it's a lo- label that has really adapted to, like, modern times and are still putting, like, consistent uh, sick bands and record uh, records. Uh, so, Humanity's Last Breath, I recently got into Grey them. band, yeah uh distant i i think they just released an ep uh, every single that i've heard is amazing so down tuned i think yeah. they're a great band they got, as well
0: yeah they got better too since their first record their latest one is solid i have their great I,
2: I don't think i've heard the first record i'm just trying to keep up with the times but yeah. those are definitely stick bands to, that i i intend to uh listen to more for sure
0: yeah those are good ones even the latest wow. humanity's last breath record is incredible
2: or uh volvodinia from Vulvodinia. south africa they're they're friends of ours we toured yeah. with uh on our last euro headliner it was volvodinia uh archspire from canada and oh, sure, malevolence yes. uh from sheffield uh in england so all three bands are definitely badass good friends of ours and uh you should check them out if oh, you yeah, haven't you have already to.
0: another one to check dude, to the grave you should check out if you haven't yet yes oh you
2: have i i saw i saw they're from australia i believe australia they just yeah put out a a new single and i was like mm-hmm. holy fuck like i i, I remember noticing them but now they definitely have stepped it up and i think they're with a Un- unique leader now as yeah, well right
0: they just signed with them yep great yeah, fucking congrats band to there. those
2: guys yeah they're sick
0: yeah even uh who said uh someone said Xenobotic. i think i'm pronouncing it right but they're a unique leader band that band is really they're an australian band
1: say that again i'll, I'll write them down <laughs> <laughs> i'll i'll send you a list eric oh, I'll, send you, I'll send you a list
0: too I'll, I'll email you a list yeah, I'm down for some some
1: new stuff and, and new bands. Got to keep up with it. There's so many. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If not,
2: wait, who else? Uh, Unique Leader just put out Corpse, right? Corpse Cor- too. Uh, with the K. Yeah, yeah. The K. And when I when I first met Eric uh-huh. in the '90s, he had long hair and his nickname <laughs> was Corpse. <laughs> really? Eric's <laughs> yeah. nickname with was a, Corpse. Probably with a C, but uh, yeah, yeah, with C. a C. Yeah.
0: It was with a C. Dude, Discarnate's another great one. God of Nothing. There's a lot. There's so many, like, it's crazy right now. There's, like, a lot of good bands out today. But I think, like, the ones that are, like, the bigger, newer, Uh, I guess, these deathcore bands are, like, ones that are, like, popping. Is like, Brand of Sacrifice, Shadow of Intent, Signs of the Swarm, like, even, you know, To the grave. All these bands are just, like, all coming up. It's the next wave, you know?
2: Yeah. And they're all it's changing exciting. a little bit,
0: too, you know? Which is always rad to see. Right on.
2: So I guess we know who to tour with next, Eric.
0: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got a good list to choose from. That's right for sure.
2: Um, let's see, uh, Daniel. Real quick. Yeah. Um, what's up? Because you're you're a booking agent, man. You I work am. with a lot of these bands, like, I uh, like you know, Science we've been talking a lot about yep. us, but like, what about you? What have you been up to? Like, uh, you know, adapting with these times. Obviously, you're doing this Twitch stream, like, uh, yeah. Like, um, what What else is good, man?
0: Been pretty much concentrating on this and just um, it was kind of weird at first, you know, with everything, you know, getting canceled and rescheduled and whatnot. So it was just definitely weird waking up every day to like at first it was a lot of emails. Then it just dwindled down to waking up to like no emails. Ugh. So it's definitely an adjustment because I've been doing this for like 15 years. So you're uh-huh. so used to always waking up to like, you know. 20 30 40 50 emails (laughs) you know sometimes less sometimes more like it always varies Uh it's never the same gives time to reflect on life yeah so (laughs) it it was kind of like kind of not kind of nice sometimes not to have to deal with it you know um so i really concentrated on doing the podcast and exploring twitch and uh doing this and just hanging out a lot (laughs) taking it easy collecting the unemployment (laughs) and then uh now things are starting to pick up more uh obviously you know with the vaccination out there a lot of people are getting vaccinated it's becoming more accessible now you know i'm going to be getting vaccinated in the coming weeks as well um i have a lot oh of wow yeah so it's, it's becoming more and more accessible which is crazy i didn't expect it to that quick um i'm not really you know with how long everything's been going on i've been I guess not like negative, but like not trying to be so optimistic, you know, and because I don't want to be yeah. let down again. And uh-huh. uh, because especially when you had like so many tours booked and especially like my baby devastation on the nation, it was like going into this year with Rodding Christ and Borknagar and everything was going to be like the biggest year. And it just to get it taken away was very, very hard on myself. You know, it, it mm. hit hard. But anyway, you know, right now it's like, I'm like trying to now I'm like waking up and being like, okay, I gotta like, I gotta like work. I gotta get every. I gotta get on phone calls. <laughs> I gotta catch up with everyone. You know, there's like been like a, you know, a good, like handful or more bands of mine that I haven't talked to in months and are like managers and stuff and agents. And I'm like, I got like five calls scheduled tomorrow, for example. So like, I'm going to be on calls like all day, um, catching up. So it's nice. That's happening. And I hope nothing else gets in the way (laughs) you know yeah hope something new doesn't come up and completely throws a
2: wrench in the works and um if you don't mind me asking like what's your perception of things do you think once uh things start to pick up again do you think you'll be like super saturated or what's going to be the new reality then what's uh what's what are your projections
0: i feel like it's definitely going to be saturated i'm hoping at least that um people are able, I feel like so many people are obviously itching to go to shows, right? We all are. Yeah. I I mean, my, 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 I I am too. Like, I really want to go to fucking shows again. So I'm hoping everyone's going to have the money to, you know what I'm saying? It's like a lot of people lost their jobs. I mean, I, you know, I, I mean, I pretty much did myself too, you know, (laughs) I lost all income from, you know, April, 2020 up until now. (laughs) I mean, I probably won't be paid for a tour until the end of the year. Like we're doing, you know, there's some stuff um, that I'm booking for like October, November. Uh, hopefully it all happens. We're, you know, smaller stuff, like hundred, 200 cap stuff, nothing like crazy big or anything. So
1: I'm mm-hmm. hoping.
0: And then, uh, but I feel like it's going to get oversaturated. I don't, th- I don't know if it'll be like this fall winter, but I think by like springtime and then like summer, I feel like there's going to be a lot going on of
2: 2022.
0: 2022 i feel like more so 2022 you know there's uh there's some bigger tours like thousand cap or so tours that like i have a band on in september october but they're not announcing anything till may because they want to see how things are in may Mm -hmm. and if it looks promising then they're going to announce which i totally understand you don't want to Pull the trigger, announce this big fucking tour, then have to reschedule the thing again. You know, yeah, yeah, it's annoying. Then you got to refund tickets and go through that whole stupid process again.
2: But, well, it's pretty cool that you're getting vaccinated soon. Um, yeah, for us in Canada, they're only is... starting to vaccinate like the sixty five and older or something. Like, really? I feel like my parents are just allowed to get. They they just got their vaccine like last week. Yeah. yeah uh, but by
1: in about a month, uh, we'll be able to get vaccinated. It'll be open yeah. for uh, oh, everyone in in about a month here in Montreal. Okay, that's yeah, pretty. It's cool. definitely
2: uh,
0: different everywhere. I'm I, I, like I said, I'm very surprised that it's like become this. Excuse me, this easy here in the states to get it. I mean, at least by me, um, my friend Sue was like, yeah, just I think it's UT Southwestern. The hospital's called. She's like, you could just go on their website, uh, sign up, you know, enter your, all your information. And then you should. She was like, you should be able to get it within four days. And I was like, whoa. So, well, you guys got
1: the means to produce uh, that that much and distribute as well. You know, I mean, U.S. is like ten times uh, the population of Canada. So,
0: yeah, it is.
1: You guys are even like. um like donating us vaccines because you, you you can't even use them right now, the uh, AstraZeneca Oh, I didn't even thing, know that. Damn. It's not even, it's not, Thank it's you, like, America. Yeah. <laughs> we're doing yeah, something like, good finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're getting like 1.5 million uh, doses from US and uh, you're giving like 2.5 million doses to Mexico because- wow. That vaccine program hasn't program. been approved by the FDA in the U.S., yeah. but it, it has been in Canada and Mexico, and you guys don't oh. want to sit on it, and, yeah, yeah let it's it, crazy.
0: let it expire and shit. Yeah. Respect. <laughs> That's
2: goodness. actually pretty cool.
0: No, that is definitely mm-hmm. really fucking cool. Dude, my friend Nick, uh, I know you guys have played <clears throat> shows in Augusta, Georgia, in the past.
1: <laughs> uh, that a, ring a, a few times. Uh, I remember it's... that show because I had to fix Sector the seven G. I had to fix the PA yes. with my uh, sound man. Chat. Yeah,
0: Nick, who did did everything at Sector Seven G, he's here.
2: Shark bite. <laughs> what's up, Nick?
0: Nick's the fucking man. <laughs> that's like one. That's one I've stayed in touch with him throughout the years because he was, a dude. I mean, when I started booking tours and I became an agent <laughs> in 2006, so I think it was probably like later that year. I I started getting you know shows in Augusta, Georgia with him. Shit's crazy. Hmm. Go way back small ass venue in augusta georgia sector 7g i love it so what do you guys think the future holds for despised icon
2: Uh, um well once once things
0: like get back to the normal right
2: like i said for the time being we're just uh mainly eric and myself right now are just focusing on writing not with an album in mind or any deadlines or like don't go announcing a new record on Lamb Goat because we're really far from that goal. <laughs> on Lamb uh, Goat, <laughs> uh, we are. Uh, I don't know, just working on some songs, and uh, you know the thing slow. about Montreal, we've had we've had an 8 p.m. curfew uh, from January all the way till last week, so they oh, just stretched wow. out the curfew to 9:30. Oh, okay. uh, a lot. A lot of spots were closed. Like they're opening gyms, I believe, this Friday. Oh. So very no restrictive way. here we, uh, i know we're all going through the same thing uh, we so
1: we rehearsed last night and it was our first rehearsal since december christmas yeah
2: yeah oh, so it damn. felt uh it felt great to be able to play some music yesterday for the first time and uh we were not as rusty as we had anticipated which was <laughs> awesome but uh did you guys time, like run
0: through the set or like through like some songs just like not, even, not, not even, not even a set.
2: We just like, yo, what do you want to? Wh- what which song do you want to play? play? And we just improvise. And <laughs> normally, I'll, I'll like pick a song, and then Grind will pick a song, and Eric will pick a song. Everyone picks their song. Sometimes we don't play the song for X amount of weeks, and then I don't know. We just switch it up. Just that doing it rad. for fun. It's yeah. not like we have any shows on the way. It's just we're playing for the pure pure joy of it. Yeah. The thing after being together for 19 years, is it's just more than being in a, like a working band or anything. It's just guys hanging, you know, with common interests, you know, good friends, brothers, all, I would like to think, yeah, you know, just I mean, hanging yeah. out. So
0: that right. is rad. first
2: and foremost, that's what it is. So yeah. that's why we've been a, a band so, for so long. And that's why we want to keep on doing it. Keep so doing whenever this madness blows over, we'll be ready to go we'll back on tour shows. for three weeks to a month out of the year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the way to do it um yeah there was another question uh for both both of you guys what are some fanboy moments of yours meeting bands that inspired you
1: well our, probably when you were younger yeah yeah but right. um our um our uh suffocation tour i mean i
2: suffocation cryptopsy tour oh yeah Ooh. i mean we were so it was a uh, we yeah were
1: such huge fans of, of those two bands and um i i mean i've been listening to suffocation since my high school days and yeah so to actually be on tour with them and and today to to consider uh like terrence hobbs as a friend who would just like message me from time to time saying hey man how you doing blah blah blah. it's just it's crazy you know uh, because
2: shout out to derek boyer as well yeah very humble awesome guy um great to tour with all those guys and and um yeah that's what i always as we mentioned earlier like those uh those death metal tours were kind of hard for us at first because there was there was no deathcore scene there was there, there weren't any deathcore tours so yeah you know uh it was mainly just us uh, you know being in the death metal circuit so it was quite hard and suffocation was one of the first bands that really encouraged us and supported us to do what we were doing and not listen to the naysayers and just, just uh
3: be like actually
2: supportive and that that gave us a lot of uh confidence took some of the pressure off and gave us motivation to keep on going so no, definitely suffocation bad. is one of the one of the one bands of the that i respect the most yeah and yeah. Uh, and on that tour eric aborted we're also on that tour oh man and then uh that fuck, famous bb king's show that that show in new york uh uh, decapitated uh, before the accident, and and uh, and Vader joined that bill. It was just an insane that's show.
0: Kid. Yeah, that's insane.
2: Yeah, what a fucking uh, <laughs> but. Uh, I would have to agree with Eric. And like a year prior, before mm-hmm. we started touring, we we talked about Foops in Montreal earlier. Yeah, we, oh, uh, and and this is something that not a lot of people remember. But Suffocation broke up for for a little while after Despise was... the Sun.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there like was from, a, nine, then, from 98 to 2002 or 2005 i think
2: yeah. uh no because because i feel like it was their comeback tour or one of their first tours back and it was them and dying fetus co-headlining wow and we we were the local band on that show in montreal that was insane that is um, rad if not no we've been quite lucky man we you know, another oh, that's tour right. that comes so, to so mind. To
1: deny was there like come their sort of comeback album in 2004, yep. 2005. Yeah. And
2: we, we, we played, we played that album launch tour, I feel.
1: And then, one?
2: uh, who else? Uh, we did, uh, hate breed, black Dahlia murder, napalm, death, Exodus. Exodus, first blood, despised icon tour. That was, that was, that was a sick lineup touring with hate breed. Um, uh, I don't know we're quite lucky we've toured with a lot of bands that we love we consider uh ourselves blessed man i don't yeah.
0: know you guys definitely did you guys have toured with a lot of insane bands. i mean morbid angel too it's like even though yeah that was like <laughs> not the right tour for you guys but like touring with like morbid angel and like even even, that DSI too. Yeah. DSI. And even
1: dsi they don't tour that, that much you know even back then they were they would do like one one or two tours every two three years i don't know they weren't that much on the road so yeah 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 they i guess we were heads. always uh, the right time uh, the, the right place at the right time
2: <laughs> and dude a few years later came the deathcore tours so shout outs uh, shout out to like uh, carnifex uh oh, oceano man, yeah. uh whitechapel you Surfaces know i, I when when we them. played when when we played summer slaughter whitechapel were opening that year they were
1: the first of like that. 10
2: or 12 bands yeah, yeah they would and like, play like, literally like
1: p.m man. yeah yeah they, <laughs> right they were like the open. opening band yeah
2: and literally like two years later like they were headlining it like they they really put in the work uh yeah, at the beginning are, of, of the podcast somebody said tour australia you haven't toured australia since 2010 that was one of our like go away tours and oh. the opening band on that tour was thy art is murder I remember sending their first record Man. to Century Media. They were like, no, nah, this is way too heavy. We, we're not going to sign these guys. And look at them now. They're look like literally now, the biggest dude. death. Co- they're, they're huge. They're awesome. They're yeah. a great band. And so uh, we consider ourselves uh, lucky uh, to, you know, count some of those bands as our friends and to still have the opportunity to tour with our friends and, yeah. uh, you know, Suicide Silence as well, uh, you know uh mitch lucker was a very R- humble B- uh, yeah, was, uh v- very uh great guy you know too many yeah. people have passed away in this scene as well and uh my heart goes to them their families their friends all
1: that
0: yeah sam and it's it's crazy dude even though another good band from australia that broke up was the red shore
1: Mm-hmm. yeah they imagine. were on that australian tour they were on that oh, australian tour as well yeah, yeah yeah damn it was it was despised oh. the red shore and direct murder opening <laughs> that's nuts <laughs> yeah.
0: dude do you guys do you think you guys will get back to australia sometime do you guys want to uh, I, mean, I assume you do
1: oh uh, depends we would
2: love to it's just it, it's complicated it is and, yeah. uh it's hard to i mean yeah we would love to well, i mean I, we well, we, we, we try to to out.
1: bring us back
0: to New yeah australia, tell marshy to get it yeah
2: Everybody hit up Thy Art. You know, <laughs> we brought them on our headliner. Yeah, yeah eleven hey. years ago. Now yeah. it's their turn to bring us turn. on their headline. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Send that <laughs> offer,
0: <for a> Marshy. <laughs> Those are good fucking dudes.
2: Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, what do they think? About?
0: Let's see. I'm just trying to. Oh, two despised icon. How did you guys come up with the purgatory artwork, like the concept behind it? Oh, um, I love that's, that arts, uh, yeah.
1: that's an interesting story, uh, because, uh, we already had the, uh, music recorded and everything and, um, our, uh, graphic artists we work with, um, really tried hard to get something with the concept we were looking for and, and it just, it, it didn't work out. It happens sometimes, you know? Yeah. And, sure. uh, we, um. We were looking at uh i don't know how to pronounce his name is it Eliran or Eliran? Eloran Elran Elran yeah elerand so.
2: cantor
1: yeah yep. he's 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 based in Germany and he did a lot of covers for um Breed and um testament hate eternal, eternal <sighs> testaments yeah man he, a list he's he, he's incredible he's, man he's a painter you know yeah like, he, yeah he's trained paint paint stuff you know yep so um and he he's probably like booked like super like <laughs> that's what i've heard he's months in months advanced advance and, yeah. yeah so <laughs> it was it was a long <laughs> shot because you know we're like i don't know like a month away from uh the the deadline to to submit uh album artwork and everything to nuclear blast
0: wow that and, yeah nothing <laughs> i <laughs> know <that> so <laughs> oh it was like
1: you know it's 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 useless. But let's just ask him, you know. And yeah. I think he had some uncommissioned stuff that he painted, but the the bands or whatever didn't buy it. Yeah. So he submitted a couple of things, but it, it, it I, I I don't know. It it just it didn't fit. And I think Alex exchanged a few emails with him, saying like what the concept was of Purgatory and everything. And I guess it it sparked some inspiration for him. Mm-hmm. And he just started a, a draft and sent us uh, the, the 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 angel uh, image and stuff and it was like, yeah, that's cool, you know that that would work. And he said, okay, well, you know what, guys, I'll do it. Give me like two weeks and uh, get it done. Yeah, and uh, and wow. uh, yeah,
0: that quick, yeah, because he gets booked far in advance. I've I know, from but many people.
1: I um, I, 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 I have to have admit, like a super complicated concept. Yeah, it was just like a, a, a an angel, like a figure. With you know? the
0: f- so yeah, with the wings and everything. yeah.
1: Actually, I, I had it
2: right here. Oh, yeah, like a bigger I, version uh, of it, guys. I have to admit, it, it. it was yeah. actually it was, was actually way harder than that. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, <laughs> was it? So one thing, the thing about Goulet, our graphic designer. Uh, he's one of my best friends. He still does. 90 percent of all our merchandise uh yeah. when it comes to despised icon art direction and imagery you cannot dissociate ourselves from Alexandre Goulet, who mm-hmm. still does most of our shit but when it came to doing this album cover for some reason he and i weren't seeing eye to eye with the whole art it direction happens. yeah and uh, it happens yeah. and he decided uh you know maybe we should include an illustrator and we were uh you know i started uh hitting up nuclear blast and you know Eloran did a quite a few artists on nuclear blast so the yeah. introduction was done by tommy uh at nuclear blast okay. who introduced me to Eloran. and mm. i was like hey man um our deadline is like, our deadline was we were way closer to like two weeks in a month, Eric. And uh, <laughs> that's true. It was
1: like a week. <laughs> it was like a
2: week. <laughs> so I was like, "Yo, do you do you want to do this?" And he's yeah. like, "Well, sure. What's what's your deadline?" I was like, oh, "This is our deadline." He was like, "Forget about it." And uh, he, he he actually said no twice before agreeing to it. Really? And uh, it's when I told him about about the concept behind Purgatory. And the concept behind the French song, which is you the, the life of angels. And he and I started exchanging ideas and I was all about like a, um, something very simple, effective. Uh, mm-hmm. I was watching a uh, second, uh, uh, second season of stranger things. And then love that the upside down. down is just like a black background, black realm. Mm-hmm. And that to me was kind of like the in-between that we were trying to describe with purgatory. And it, It was fitting. So that's why it's like more of a stripped down concept. But I think it's very fitting to the overall theme of the record. And Elrond is a beauty. uh, Very creative. uh, Got a lot of respect for that guy. And he uh, he did Die Art is Murder as well. He did. yeah. Sick covers for them. Dude. So, yeah.
0: He. Yeah. I always like lurk his Instagram because I always want to see what he's working on it'll pop up it'll, it'll come on my feet sometimes and i'm like shit man this dude i need to buy like a
1: print from him oh uh, he's yeah and it's probably, like, small, though, right? it's probably like super small though it's probably like yeah well he
0: does have some bigger ones too which is crazy okay. but like they're, they're a little pricey <laughs>
1: yeah yeah dan seagrave is another great artist oh too.
0: seagrave is great too i'm pretty sure seagrave is uh the one that did um
1: Oh, you did all the death metal covers yeah. In from j- the but 90s album. You know, oh, like yeah. Like Suffocation. And, uh, oh, uh, didn't he do uh,
2: Gore Guts? Uh, not Considered Dead. Erosion or maybe Considered sanity. Dead. Erosion of Sanity. Yeah. Oh, that's one death. of my all-time Man. favorite uh, covers, yeah. He did
1: like Pierce from Within and Effigy for Suffo. He did um, like um, Ma- Ma- Malevolent's Creation. Like, oh, all those 90s. All those 90s death metal Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he did the new ingested. That's what it was. Seagrave did that new ingested. Oh, for real? Uh, yeah. That nice. latest one is fucking awesome. Uh, we had another question. That is, <laughs> it's kind of, uh, let's see. They had a hoodie. So you guys had a hoodie years ago. It was, that, it was actually <laughs> the first one I had from the band. He said, and I wanted to get the motive tattooed on my chest and throat, but I need the motive and the permission to do so. Is there any way you can get me the motive? I only have the picture on my phone. Do you um? Do you know what he's referring? to? I would to? say I we would
2: need to see it. So know? are you? What, what 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 hoodie are you talking about? I, yeah, I, we would I had need to see. Like a, you were re- referencing the gold called, foil hoodie. It was if called Deathwish. the gold Wish? foil hoodie, I don't death think so. Huh.
1: Who would want to be that to be tattooed? On a <laughs> no, on hey man. Throat.
2: No, some Louis Vuitton MySpace bullshit on your throat? No, Louis Vuitton.
0: Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was called Deathwish. Remember
0: gold foil, dude. Brandis Sack yeah. actually did a gold foil hoodie uh, like probably, I don't know, probably a year ago. I could be wrong. Okay, probably, um, But it actually looks sick because their logo is
2: fucking dope. <laughs> well, That's we've brought shirt. it back once or Didn't twice yeah. since back in the day. But always Definitely. in limited quantities. Send me the... P- Hold oh, on. This...
0: Death Wish. I'm curious if Death you'll wish. find it. Rose Funeral. Death... Dude, so many people did the, the fucking gold foil hoodies back then. Mm-hmm. That well, shit started
1: it, uh, popping so hard. I don't know who asked nice about experience. the hoodie, but uh, he can hit me up on Instagram, and because uh, I nope. saved up pretty That's much right. all the, uh, the graphic designs from our old merch on my computer, so oh I really? And uh, yeah, and like, yeah. Here's the thing:
2: I'll we actually in the uh, chat real quick. We uh, we activated the messenger button on our Facebook for the first time, in like we've never actually activated it before. <laughs> Twelve, 12 years. years? No, ten years. So. <laughs> And now we answer all of our DMs, all of our messages. Hit us up on Instagram, hit us up that's on Facebook, rad. and we will uh, gladly interact and, and discuss with you guys. And uh, yeah, and uh, as far as the death wish, cons- uh, I think Black-n-dose. I think I I feel like it was like a long sleeve, probably like a lot of green on it, maybe like a rib cage or something. something that's like that. that's when our friend Fedex uh, Cancun <laughs> used to do all the imagery. He did the day of morning cover. He did the Eels of modern man cover. Love those. I'm pretty sure Eric has that somewhere in his archives. So hit us up. We'll send it your way.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: Awesome. All right, guys, let's, I don't, I'm not sure if everyone has entered into the giveaway. We're going to give you the, I'm going to give you guys the link one more time in here. Um, we're giving away. Well, despised icon is giving away, um, a purgatory vinyl and t-shirt. There's the link again, click there. You'll be able to redeem one ticket. And then I have, I use this uh, website called stream elements for all my notifications for Twitch, this and that. Um, So it will randomly pick a winner for me once I close the giveaway, but I need, so if you haven't entered, just click that link. You'll be able to redeem a ticket. And then you'll be automatically entered into this giveaway to win a purgatory vinyl and T-shirt. So definitely, uh, give you another minute. Shipped in all.
2: Shipped by Indie
0: Merch. Indie, indie merch. merch
2: store. Big shout out to indie our merch. friends at Indie Merch. Big shout out to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been dealing with that company very artist friendly ever since a 2006. Two, yeah, 2006 to, more, to be exact. So. Uh, we were one of their first bands, actually, and back oh, really? then their warehouse. They operated out of like probably a room the size of my living room. That's so all it was, I'm and now they literally have hard. like it's warehouses. Just... Yeah, we were one of their first bands.
0: That's fucking insane.
2: It's crazy, crazy to see how much they've grown. So
3: I couldn't
0: answer yeah. that. Yeah, and
2: and way. we were talking about how weird it was earlier for all the bands. Shout out to all the kids that have. Uh, all the fans that are like buying uh, band merchandise from all of our friends, all, all of our fellow, uh, you know, uh, death metal, deathcore bands out there. Uh, it really goes a long way. I'm not no, saying you should really buy does. our merch, but I- I'm just saying like it's, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it's. Uh, I think a lot of bands are actually overwhelmed when all this, you, you know, know all happened. Shit went uh, down. Yeah. Yeah. We were just like, did not expect that. So that's, that's actually a pleasant surprise as well.
0: It is dude i i uh, definitely saw a lot of people buying merch from bands which is awesome even bands you know that i work with were like dude we 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 did really good this month on merch <laughs> it's really helping us and i was like that's fucking incredible man so definitely keep same. buying band merch this is how they make their money
2: i mean we're In doing the, the band thing more for fun not really for income yeah. but, uh, but all, hey, man, all, extra all merch, helps, bro. all our uh all our merch profits were actually just reinvesting into our jam space, uh, uh, into some gear to like write new songs and pre-pro stuff. So everyone that's actually buying a shirt is actually contributing to that whole process. And I'm sure it's not just for our band, but you know, most of the bands out there. So Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Kev Moeller had a question for the merch stuff. Whose idea was it to have AK fall brawl to model for you guys? it was me <laughs> it was <you. laughs>
2: yeah uh the last tour that obey the brave did was uh in europe with lionheart Kublai Khan, and fall brawl nice and uh one of my best friends is a german photographer that goes by the name of moritz and <laughs> he's friends with ak as well and that's how we became friends and whatnot and i don't know
3: guy happened. looks
2: good. I figured just hey man, do you want <laughs> to do some pics for us? Yeah, yeah. Do you you want he said do yeah. yeah, simple as yeah. <laughs> that.
0: I love it. Oh yeah. The stay cold apparel Des- despised icon collab line is nearly all gone, but you should get some you should get some of it, JD said. Oh yeah, yeah that's stuff you you've been like promoting. It. Yeah, that's just awesome. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So we're gonna close this. Let me refresh it. We're gonna close the giveaway. I haven't done one of these in a minute on here, so let's see what it does for me. Okay, draw a winner. Oh shit! Mike Caputo, the man, has won.
2: Congratulations, Mike. There you go, no, Mike. We we
1: gave rigged. him bunch of we, we gave him bunch of merch on our last tour. <laughs> Mike, so
2: you're
1: saying you, this contest you is give rigged? <laughs> He's he came. He came to the. Anything. He came to the Houston show, I think, and we probably gave him like a bunch of shirts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Caputo! He was. Well, uh, congrats, buddy! He was playing drums with. Let um, him happen, guys,
0: he never wins anything. I'm the same way. I never won shit. <laughs> uh,
1: he was playing drums on uh, with uh, Rings of Saturn when we toured with uh, with them and Carnifex so like three, or four oh, yeah. years ago.
0: Yeah, he's in uh, Rings now. He's the official member.
1: Oh okay. Of the, bo- of the I didn't get
0: anything on the last or laughing my ass off. I just got really drunk and <laughs> talked on stage with Eric and Grind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Sounds we were like, like te- Caputo. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, we way? were like tearing tearing down our gear and stuff. And uh, oh, I guess he wasn't out. on that
0: tour. He said
1: a tour. No, he know? was not on that tour. Okay, oh, he was okay. On he the wasn't. Carnifex tour we did like the two years before that one. So, oh, okay. All right, gotcha. Great guy, great drummer, funny guy.
3: <laughs>
0: All right, well Caputo, since you know them and you know Alex, you can hit him up. Or I can just. <laughs> or who should we send uh, Caputo to? We just need it. Uh, wh- whatever
2: merch? is whatever is easiest. Yeah. yeah. Just 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 uh just hit me up. Just hit hit me up on uh, on Instagram, whether on it's my personal or or the the band account, and uh I'll respond later today. Awesome.
0: Hell yeah, man. Dude, guys, this has been a blast. Thank you so much for doing this with me today for my fiftieth episode. Um. I can't wait to hear new despised icon one day again. I <laughs> uh, can't wait to see you guys again. That's more importantly than that.
1: Yeah, because last time we were in, uh, in Dallas, uh, Dallas, uh, I didn't. Ri- I didn't. Uh, I don't think we ran. I,
0: no, I don't I think didn't we talked. no, no. Like uh,
1: I, think I think me and we- the
0: girl like dipped out early that night because we were just like exhausted.
2: Yeah, I I probably. saw you before the show at that restaurant. Yeah, and the gas. I feel like. Restaurant. Uh, Weren't like Voivod playing right next door,
1: and yeah, I, I oh, maybe you actually, went to both shows. Actually, yeah. there were three tours uh, playing three. Dallas that night, and um, Revocation and Voivod merged with uh, Sick of It All and Napalm Death. They played the bigger gas, the monkey big room venue, down, the,
0: yeah, down and, the street.
1: Yeah, and we played the smaller one. Yeah, the show was nuts, though.
0: It was the, yeah, I went to that show because I was I work with that band Conjurer and Skeletal Remains. So I went over there, saw them, came back to your guys' show, saw Ingested, Kublai Khan, and everybody else. It was a good night, man. Yeah. Good show. Yeah, man. it was an
2: outdoor show, too. That 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 venue was sick. It was sick. Good I want to play there again. Man.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. it's a good spot. And it sounds good, too, for being an outdoor venue.
1: So I'm going to put know. $20 we, on we, the we... table that you're going <laughs> to see three shows playing the same city in 2022 for sure. <laughs>
0: Yes. Fuck yeah! Awesome. i think So again, many guys. tours will yeah. converge
1: in the same city. Dude, honestly, it's <laughs> probably
0: gonna be a thing, man. I think a lot of tours are gonna like combine, or they're gonna Fe- have to fucking combine. <laughs>
2: Festival festivals every day in yeah. every city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, dude, when we when uh, on on our last headliner, uh yeah. we played Masquerade at, in Atlanta, With and that same night you. Your, to, your tour, blood which letting. was Bloodletting, yeah. uh, we ended up just merging the shows or just played like a, I, I feel this, like Masquerade has multiple well, stages, so we just combined everything. Yeah, I think, exactly. Take,
0: I, and I'm pretty sure, oh, I forgot who told me this recently, uh, that uh, Signs of the Swarm did. Bobby did. He said uh, that night, Taking Back Sunday played The Big Room. True. That true. is true. true. And Actually, he had that no clue. And he's, he was like, yeah, I was walking in The Big Room. He's, he's like, you know, you just walk around. And he's like, I see Taking Back Sunday merch. And he's like, what the fuck? They're playing tonight, too?
1: <laughs> yeah. It's like it's- three, three tours playing the same venue on yep. one night. It's fucking crazy. insane, man. That's awesome. I <laughs> yeah, I, I
2: get that. a feeling it's going to happen more often once things resume. So let's try and merge some let's packages. try to make it happen. Make do some crazy things. Yeah, yeah man. I'm I'll all love, about it. I love shit like that.
0: Well, hell oh, yeah. Cool. Let's, let's go... Um, I'm gonna pick somebody to raid, which we're like I told you guys before. It's just us bringing everybody, or mostly everybody, from this stream to somebody else's stream. Um, recently, I had I I became friends with uh, Terry. His name's Bees. Nickname is Bees. He works for NotFest.com. He streams on here under the name Mosh Talks. Uh, he actually recently actually recently became partnered with Twitch, which is fucking awesome. He's a great dude. He used to work for Kerrang, Metal Hammer. He's from he's from Europe. He's from over there. So he's he's worked with everybody. Um so he's streaming right now, and I think we should go rate him. Awesome. Show him, show sure. him some love. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's see. Let me bring up his channel right now. So I can get it going. Everybody, thank you so much for hanging out today. Uh if you're yes. new, yeah, if you're new here, um I do these podcasts every every week and um you can always just scroll below you could see the picture the advertisements for them follow me on social media obviously follow despised. icon which i'm sure you all do but if you don't go do it and um yeah come by i'm always i'm on, i'm on here like a few times a week so different guests different musicians um and it's a fucking blast we have a good time yo unmuted show big shout out to him uh he's from dubai he's also another guy that i met recently through twitch who does podcasts as well great fucking guy everybody should go follow him thank you for those gifted subs man i appreciate you good people right there so anyway despite alex eric thank you so much again
2: love you guys thanks again for having us man this is actually a lot of fun good catching up with you again soon congrats on the 50th episode and uh yeah, just you're just getting started, man.
0: Yeah, just getting going. <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. We're gonna go raid B's for Mosh Talks. Stick in here, show him some love. If you don't follow him, do it. He literally just had Clown from Slipknot on his podcast the other day too. So he always has guests as well. Anyway, here we go. Thanks again, guys. Thank you, everybody. All right, here we go. Raid, and you'll see it pop up on your end,
3: and it'll like switch over to his stream.